1: This is Chicago's Morning Answer with Dan Proft and Amy Jacobson on AM560, The Answer.
2: Good morning, Amy Jacobson here. Ray Stevens, Ramblin' Ray.
3: Clear out that voice. Get it ready.
2: In for <coughs> Dan Proft today. I don't know. I don't
3: know if anybody can be in for Dan, but can I just ask you a real quick question right off the bat? Sure. Are you... Uh, you in your prime?
2: My in my. Hey, oh, um, yes, I'm in my prime right now. Well, I, you know what Don Lemon meant to say. Yeah. Well, because he Googled it. Right. And I Google it, it says women in their 20s and 30s are mm-hmm. in their prime. Yeah. Prime childbearing years. If he read on, right, right. Instead of being an idiot and just reading well, the headline.
3: Well, you see, the thing is with Don Lemon is he doesn't understand women. You know, he doesn't well, have the t- to. He doesn't have to deal with them and understand them?
2: No, no. He and his mom are very close. Well, that's, that's great. In his defense, he said, I have very important women in my life. Mm-hmm. His sister, his mom. Well,
3: that's, that's good.
2: I don't know if you saw the CNN special on New Year's Eve. But, but he, he had his whole family around him. He
3: doesn't have to cozy up to his sister and his mom the way that I would have to cozy up to a woman. And, and if I said to my girl that she wasn't in her prime, holy cow, are you kidding me? Any guy knows that if he questions a woman's age on
2: any point for
3: anything, isn't a doghouse.
2: Here he is. Come on, Don.
4: This whole talk about age makes me uncomfortable. I think that, I think it's the wrong road to go down. She says people, you know, politicians or something are not in their prime. Nikki Haley is in her prime. Sorry. When a woman is considered to be in her prime in her 20s and 30s and maybe 40s. What are you that's talk- not acor- Wait. I, That's not according to me. Prime for what? Uh, it depends. I mean, it's just like prime. If you look it up, it'll. Say, if you look, if you Google, when is a woman in Hot her prime? Nice. It'll say twenties, thirties, and forties. I don't necessarily. So
2: oh, I got i I
4: agree with that. Mm. So I think she has to be careful about saying that. You know, politicians aren't in their I think prime. We need they
2: to need qualify. To are you talking about prime for like I mean, childbearing? I mean, child I mean, mean, are you <laughs> talking don't about prime shoot the Just what the
4: facts are. Google it. Everybody at home. When is a woman in her prime? It says 20s, 30s, and 40s. And I'm just saying Nikki Haley should be careful about saying that politicians are not in their prime. And they need to be in their prime when they serve because she wouldn't be in her prime according to Google Google or whatever it is.
3: Isn't it crazy that we live in this crazy, woke world and everything is off topic, but then they dive into this on CNN? Uh Are you flipping
2: kidding me? Well, he's been off. So he took Friday off. He wasn't there Monday, but on Friday while they had a conference call with him, mm-hmm. and Dan thought that this is like, so what? Like, you know, he poo-pooed me when I was telling right. him the story. You know why
3: he poo-pooed you? I'll tell you why. Because well, you're not in your
2: prime. Okay, so Don, who is being chased by the paparazzi because it's a hot story, yeah. he's at his Miami Beach Cabana with his fiance frolicking in the water, laughing while he's on his cell phone, not taking... <laughs> It seriously that right. he offended millions of American women.
3: Well, they say that uh, that he is. Uh, you know what they should do? What? They should put him in an octagon yeah. with Poppy Harlow
2: and a uh, Caitlyn Collins. Just yeah, oh yeah, Caitlyn
3: Collins would destroy there, him.
2: I love Poppy.
3: Yeah, Poppy yeah. would kick his ass. And I,
2: actually, I like Caitlyn too. Yeah, even though Trump hated her, but I think that was a love hate relationship.
3: So, right, put, they him need, in, they so need,
2: put them all yeah. in and then just, just see. let them go. Let him go. go. Oh,
3: that would be great.
2: I don't think they like working with him.
3: I think that he's in big trouble here. Yeah.
2: Yeah. And I don't think that he's taking this seriously. I think that he, in his mind, is processing it this way. I'm a black gay man. How are they going to take me off the air? Watch. Well, here's the thing. Okay, so we'll be watching to see if he's... Well, I don't even know if he's on yet. But um, the Daily Beast said that that there's ongoing conversations about, about his future and that it's a constant distraction, his behavior. Then the CNN people, you ready for this? This mm-hmm. is how they spun it. They said he's taking the holiday, he's been chased by the paparazzi all weekend, he's been under attack and he's not ready to go back on air.
3: Yet you saw him frolicking in the surf. Yeah. I mean,
2: that's their yeah. the spin on it. So You know
3: people getting, you know people getting fights with with their employers and spouses and say stupid things all the time and they go back to to jobs that are a lot harder than sitting in front of a teleprompter.
2: Three one two six four two five six zero zero. our phone lines are always open. Um, we have a lot to get to today too, because Governor DeSantis was here yesterday, and the yep. left lost their mind. I know. I we have was, a I, mayoral race one week from today. Don't, but don't vote if you <laughs> don't see things, Lori. We'll talk about away. that. Don't she, vote. I answered. And I said, you know, what you said was a threat to our democracy, and she just, you know, she explained it. We'll, we'll get to that too. But first, okay. let's go to the phone lines. Greg in Schaumburg is on our Turnkey Pro Answer Line. Good morning, Greg. How are you? Hey, Amy.
5: How you doing? Hey, Ooh. Ray. There's a real good reason why you want to treat Amy with ultimate respect and her primer, which she's, you know, 25 years old. What are you going to do here? But she has got two sons that are destined to be
2: pro athletes. At uh, this point. they're No, Mike Scott and I are both going, Nah, they're good high school athletes. Because he's talking about, um, I have a son that plays volleyball at Georgia Tech. Mm-hmm. And he actually started this past weekend. But my other son had a playoff game for basketball. So I had to choose between the two playoff kids. game. High school? Yeah, IHSA regionals has, yeah. have started. You know, look at you being all temperate as a mother. Well, you know, I had to decide, and I really was split yeah. because I bought my plane ticket, I mm-hmm. had the hotel room, I had the rental car, so I moved it all to this upcoming okay. weekend. But guess what? If they win their playoff game tomorrow, guess when they play? The
3: same time, Saturday. Yeah. You know, <laughs> volleyball is just you, you. That is that's huge. But those those college volleyball players are unreal.
2: They oh I know. Well they're huge. I mean even yeah. the women are 6'8", 6'9" yeah. right now.
3: Do this do the let me ask you this. I don't mean to go off topic here, but yes. let me just ask you cuz you're a knower
2: of well, all wait, let's see Greg, are you done? Are you Greg's done? See you, Greg. Oh, I love um, Greg. I just wanted to
5: say yes. I just wanted to say congratulations okay. Amy. There is so much of you in those two kids and Aww. boy, we I, I the favorite picture that I've got of Amy in my mind is with probably your oldest son strapped to you with a mic walking into some press conference when he was like, you know, months old. And I'll never forget that. And that picture sold me on Amy Jacobson.
2: Oh, thank you, Greg. That's so sweet. Yeah. I was with, um,
3: I wonder why you wanted them to hang on longer.
2: No, no. No, I, (laughs) come on, give me some more, Greg. (laughs) Enough about me. What do you think of me? (laughs) Um, no, that was, um, they, they called me channel five, called me in last minute. And I had, and it was a story that I've been covering. I can't remember what it was, but I had to go to a courthouse, and I said I can't find a babysitter. Did you? And have you- my boss suggested at the time, "Well, can you bring your kid with?" Now ba- later on in my career, when I brought the kids with, it didn't work out so well. <laughs> but then it was fine, and that was Andrew, and he was strapped in here, and I he was a- in the
3: baby Bjorn.
2: I'll send you. I'll tweet out that picture. No, but th- I was
3: going to ask you as far as volleyball, if the men playing those short shorts that my daughter used to have. To
2: no, play no, in, no, no. We don't do short the shorts.
3: The hell is up with that?
2: No, I don't do maybe that. I, maybe I uncomfortable. What, 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 not even at the collegiate. My stepson plays for D1. They don't wear short shorts. D1. Are men wearing short shorts right now? That's,
3: no, that's what I was asking. Because oh. I used to, you know, my, my wife, ex-wife, my former soulmate, um, she was a... Uh,
2: you sound like John Howell. She, he
3: got that from me, by the way. Oh, he did? Yeah. Well, he used it. Yeah, pretty, I know. You steal from me, you're stealing twice. Mm-hmm. Um, she was a volleyball player. My daughters were. And
2: I was like, Gosh, dude, can't you put on some sweats? Everybody. Put on some sweats. Oh, you, I know. I coach girls and yeah, boys volleyball. I know you do. I know. and yeah. I,
3: Greg, can you call back and give us <laughs> some... Uh...
2: But Mike Scott knows that my sons are... You can be a strong cool. high school athlete and not go on to the collegiate level. But, I, I know. but we did win our... If you want to know about high school basketball, we did win our first uh, first round of regionals. That has not happened at Amundsen High School since 1981. Well, congratulations. Thank you. Got a double-double. 20 points, 20 rebounds. It's huge. I know. It's enjoy huge. it, man. It I, goes. Know. Oh, I know. I, I know. I, and you I know. knew when I was sitting there because it's our last time mm-hmm. in the gym Ugh. for basketball yeah. because now we're going to play at Deerfield on Wednesday at 6 yeah. o'clock if anybody wants to come. Um, but I just knew, like, this is it. And he, he, I, I was so proud of him because he did so well, but I got a little teary-eyed. Yeah. And
3: Well, you know, it's funny because, it, you know, when I was a young father and people would say, oh, you should enjoy it because it goes really fast. I should have listened to that because it does.
2: And the days go by long, yeah. but the years go by fast.
3: They do.
6: It's
1: news, opinion, insight. This is Chicago's Morning Answer on AM560, The Answer.
6: Hey, business owners, is your business and money in good hands? Does your bank invest in your success? Hi, Mike Gallagher here, letting you know that when you need a relationship bank, Signature Bank makes commercial banking personal. 30, or visit them online at SignatureBank.Bank. That's SignatureBank.Bank. Your business could be Signature Bank's next success story. Go online SignatureBank.Bank. Member FDIC. Equal housing lender. Signature Bank.
2: Alright, quickly, we're going to take Carl in Big Cabin, Oklahoma. I don't even know where that is. Is that near Tulsa or Bartlesville? Hi, Carl. Uh,
7: just, just, uh, just East of uh, Tulsa. Hey, uh, I just want to let you know, you better be careful sparring with Don. Because, you know, you're both in competition for the same men. And oh, he geez, might geez. be able to eat a banana a little bit better.
8: than you know, right, Bye-bye. Yep. That's, by,
2: that's bye, bye, how they talk out there in Oklahoma. <laughs> and that's when you drop the line.
1: It's news, opinion, insight. This is Chicago's Morning Answer on AM 560.
6: is my bank. I'm a customer. As business owners, they knew that local, family-owned businesses were not getting the help they needed or deserved. So, I invite you to reach out to my friends at Signature Bank today. Write the number down. Remember this phone number, Signature Bank, 773-467-5630, and learn all about this great bank, 773-467-5630, or visit them online at signaturebank.bank. That's SignatureBank.Bank. Signature Bank makes commercial banking personal. Member FDIC, equal housing lender.
1: America First with Sebastian Gorka. Today at 3, right before Sean Thompson at 4 on AM560. The Answer.
2: I got to tell you, we couldn't get this stuff done without our technical director, Justin... (laughs) Marcus Brown helped out yesterday. He went to the Desantis event, and uh, our executive producer got a flat tire on the way to work. Today, yeah, he told so. me
3: he uh, he jacks the car up. You know, well, oh, he changed first. He changed. It? First he cha- you know, he he cracks the lug nuts loose. Okay, so he, he cracks oh, I love the
2: lug nuts. They're he, so sexy on a cracks Tuesday morning.
3: The four lug nuts. Oh, off. yeah, and he jacks nuts. up the car.
2: Yeah.
3: Then uh-huh. his car has five lug nuts, so he had to lower it back down and
2: seriously crack the fifth. No, you're making that no, up. He,
3: he says to me. Since when the cars have five lug nuts? And I'm like, well, my truck has eight. So,
2: oh, yeah. all right. I, so he changed his own tire. Let me
3: just tell you. Like, it,
2: no, really, he changed his own tire. Mm-hmm.
3: Good mm-hmm. for him. Here, though, if you if you have kids
2: or... I would love video of that, yes.
3: Whether, whether you know, anybody, just carry that fix-a-flat crap in your car. It's going to ruin your tire. It, it will ruin your tire, but it'll get you off a Chicago Expressway to a discount tire where they could fix your tire, but here you're off the road. I don't know the, what
2: f- this fix-a-flat is.
3: It's it's uh, you can buy it at any you know auto place, hardware yeah. store, and it's just a little can, and you attach it to your tire. You fill it up. It's like an aerosol can. It will inflate your tire good enough to get you
8: to off the, the you side of the go. road. Okay. Yeah.
3: Earlier this uh, beginning actually it was the end of last year. We had a, a kid in our neighborhood who oh. was on I-65, and uh, and he was. Killed tragically, trying to change a tire. Oh, I'm like, just get off the road, man. I know.
2: I see. I always but, tell my kids to like stay in the car.
3: I know. I know. Uh, um, Dan loves you. I'm gonna have him buy you some Fix a Flat for your car.
2: Okay. Yeah. Thank you. All right. So Governor DeSantis in town yesterday in Almhurst and uh, part of his pro police tour. He's visiting blue jurisdictions across the country. He went to New York, Philadelphia, mm-hmm. and then Chicago to talk about violent crime and to recruit some officers but he started yesterday with a funny he's very personable i liked it
9: it's great to be in illinois now normally when i want to visit midwesterners in february i just go to naples but um you know who
3: was working the door for that event who so you could get in yeah holding the holding the you know getting your best the velvet line Jeannie ives
2: oh yes and she'll be on at 707 this morning to talk about the event and uh, what impact it's going to have and when he's going to officially announce that he's running for president, mm. because that's all that this is—is is a warm up no. for him. Seriously? Oh, yeah. I... You mean it's not just Nikki Haley? Three one two six four two five six zero zero turnkey dot pro answer line six four six three six. Type in DA. Then a quick comment: Who's on the DeSantis train? Because there were protesters outside. They were carrying signs. Are you, are you ready for this?
3: Oh no! I I <laughs> I was uh, in that vicinity yesterday. I was yeah. down in Chicago, so I drove by it because I thought I was going to be invited. Talked to Jeannie about that at seven oh seven.
2: Okay, um, but uh, I could have gotten you in.
3: It was uh, it was something. There was uh, I would say mostly uh, uh, pro DeSantis crowd.
2: Well, there were some people that. Uh, well, of say, course, there was. Say There's no gonna... to baby Hitler. That yeah. was my favorite. A four year old, mm-hmm. a four year old holding a sign. It's okay to say gay with a rainbow that he drew, and mm-hmm. you know that's fine. Um, this is what you get when you ban education. They showed DeSantis in a dunce camp. Another lady. I'd rather be woke than racist. Well, I, I, it think, out
3: there. I think that's what everybody falls back on. You know, every, you know, we seem so divided. You know, it's funny. The other night, I was at a party and I was talking to a woman that self-described herself to me as a Democrat, uh-huh. and 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 we we got into a small conversation and it was civil. <laughs> And I said, you know, it's crazy, but here we are at this party, 200 people at this party. I haven't heard one person talk about gun rights, and I haven't heard anybody else talk about abortion. We just have our talking points, and we wag them back and forth. And if you're a conservative, if you're you're a racist, if you have family values, you don't believe, hey, do whatever you want. Just don't push it on my kids or me, and I'm fine with you. I'm fine with that.
2: Well, they were pushing. Everything he stands for is basically comes
10: down to hatred of others <laughs> and here in illinois we believe in people have the right to be who they are i mean who's
3: saying they don't that's right, what i want to know
2: right, who's holding you back yeah. woman and this whole hatred that the don't say gay bill which is not it's a parental rights bill mm. which just means there's no sex education from kindergarten to third cre- third grade that's reasonable i didn't have sex ed until sixth no seventh grade mm. that's when we had sex ed And we knew it was coming. We Uh dragged our feet getting in that room. We didn't want to hear about it. We didn't want to see your parts. We didn't even want to see our parts. But can you imagine they're teaching sex ed in kindergarten? So DeSantis came out and then he also um, was trying to not, well, yeah, he was trying to recruit police officers, you know, to me, if you're not happy here, come on over to the Sunshine State.
9: There's no way Florida could have done what we've done if it wasn't for our commitment to law and order and the fact that we've stood by people when it wasn't popular. It's the foundation for the success of not just Florida, but for any community. I don't beg people to move to Florida. I don't beg businesses, but I do ask for people in law enforcement who are qualified, just know we have this recruitment program in place. If you come and you're qualified, from another state, and join any of our agencies, city, county, state, sworn law enforcement, you get a $5,000 signing bonus oh. immediately right off the top.
2: See, that? there you go. You can start your new career. You can have a job. <laughs> you, know,
3: you know, that might work out for me. I'm probably you know, a little north of the age to be a, a good cop, but I think I'd make a pretty decent one.
2: So crime is the lowest it has been in Florida in 50 years. Yeah. There's
3: nothing wrong with law and order. I mean oh, come no, on. No, no, no. Yeah.
2: But he also took a shot at at the big guy, our big guy, yeah. Governor Pritzker, which he should have, because he, you know, they touted this is what they touted. Florida, twenty one point eight billion surplus. That's the word we don't use here. Mm-hmm. Yes, this microphone's on a surplus, no state income tax, and they were open during COVID. Well, we, you know, we are six two billion dollars in debt, and that's probably being kind, four point five percent state income tax, and we were closed during COVID.
9: Yes, during COVID even though your governor would lock you down and have his family in Florida living and free. And many other lockdown politicians would do that. It became like a cottage industry that they'd always end up uh, attacking Florida that we were somehow being reckless by letting people make their decisions.
2: Then you'd see him down in Palm Beach or you'd see him down in Miami. So- <laughs> yeah, I love it. And he, he touted too, he signed an anti-riot measure, which is, you know, the recruiting effort for police officers, including those bonuses, but... He took on woke prosecutors as well who believe, you know, they're worsening crime by refusing to enforce the law. And he believes that's what's happening here in Chicago.
9: The reason why you have crime that has spiraled out of control in so many of these different areas is because you have politicians putting woke
2: ideology ahead of public safety. Yeah. And somebody that wasn't there was Paul Vallis, who, because the FOP Lodge seven. Sponsored the event or right. welcomed him. Oh, I know, but the FOP Lodge Seven is also endorsing Paul Vallis. Boy, Paul, 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 Paul stepped Paul. in it because he, he called him a right-wing extremist. Yep. And I have done countless reopen our school rallies with Paul Vallis, and we have talked. Yes, I know the about Governor DeSantis. We had him on the show. Uh, well, Paul Vallis had to double down yesterday. He tried to explain himself. You know, he had some splaining to mm-hmm. do to the media.
3: Mansplain. Let's hear.
2: Uh, all right, are you buying this? Ready?
3: I'm not paying any attention to
11: DeSantis or any attention to, you know, those, uh, the, the DeSantis supporters. I'm,
5: you know, this is, the city's at the crossroads. We have a leadership crisis. But-
2: I, I do believe I hear him trying to deflect there. Yeah, backpedal. Yeah. And, so, and then so then another reporter asked him the same question. Let's see, Do you, what do you make of this?
11: You know, I'm going to continue to focus on the issues. You know, I'm not paying any attention to DeSantis or any attention to, you know, those, uh, the, the DeSantis supporters.
2: And that is what he should have said in the first place and not release right. a press release denouncing his visit. Just ignore it. I don't know why you,
3: why do you, what good do you gain from even, you know, paying any attention to it? We know what this state's about. We we know what they, you know, we know what Chicago's about, not this state. Right. I apologize to the people that live outside of Cook County for Thank that you. for that statement. But, you know, I just don't get it. it. It really doesn't make any sense why he would have even stepped in it like that.
2: I don't know. He's felt because, well, I heard. Well, we'll have Jeannie Ives on at 707. And meanwhile. She'll, she'll give us the real Meanwhile, spirit. Willie Wilson's like, I got free gad over here. <laughs> 312-642-5600, answer line, 64636. Type in DA, then a quick comment. Let's go to Bob in Buffalo Grove. Good morning, Bob.
5: Good morning, Amy, and uh, hello to you, uh, Ramblin' Ray. Always love it, Amy, when you're in control Yesterday I didn't get through to offer some comments. So let me go today. Um, You mentioned DeSantis. uh, Probably some sound bites. Did did he mention uh, Valis by name?
2: No, he did not. And no, he didn't take any reporter questions either. It was an invite-only event, and they had a pool camera there. And um, No, which he shouldn't have mentioned him, I don't think. No. No.
5: Here's my comment that I missed mentioning um, yesterday. Uh, you Weren't Born Yet, but it was a classic song by um, Paul Simon, Mrs. Robinson, and there's a great lyric in there near the end of the song, going to hear the candidates debate, uh, laughing about it, shout about it, everywhere you look, you um, you lose. All right. Thanks, Bob. It's a, you know, it's a choice in the mayor election, who's the, um, the lesser of 10 evils, so... um that's what my comments for today. And have a great show. All
2: right, thank you so much, Bobby. Yeah, they're, uh Mayor. Uh, I was with Mayor Lightfoot yesterday with her wife and her daughter. Gosh, she's gorgeous. Yeah. She's tall. She's—I I mean, I last time I saw her, she was in seventh grade. Now she's they like, grow up. She's, Amy. I know they grow up, but I was like—I even said, "Who is? Do you work here?" She said, no, I'm my mom. You got
3: that close to Laura Lightfoot's daughter?
2: <laughs> well, no, we were all... every Everybody just voted in a yeah. tiny little room and all the cameras were there. It, was right. not, it wasn't a big deal, but yeah. she, did, she's probably she made like, a prediction. Man. She made a prediction. She's, she's probably uh, like, man, I
3: can't shake this Jacobson chick. What's going on? <laughs> she,
2: she predicts that this is going to be a two-person race. Are you ready? The big reveal? Yeah. Of course, it's going to be her mm-hmm. and...
10: Uh, become, I think, a two-person race uh, between me uh, and Paul Vallis. And let me say a couple of things about that. Uh, one... We've got to keep moving our city forward. We have been through um, a once-in-a-lifetime set of challenges and headwinds over these last few years, obviously fueled by the global pandemic, uh, the economic. Do you,
3: do you think it comes down to that? Because I don't even know if she makes the runoff. She might
2: not make the runoff. I think, I, I think, I am com- really, I think it's going to be, and <clears throat> I hate to say this, I think it's going to be Brandon Johnson and Paul Vallis. I'll tell you one thing then about it. And that is not going to end well for Paul Vallis.
3: Brandon Johnson has some big signs on every overpass. Oh.
2: I mean, they've got that thing signed up like you wouldn't believe. Well, you know how he got some of his money? They took CTU teachers' funds, they took their money. Mm-hmm. Well, that like, They pay in, they use that money. And they're going to reimburse it later. Sure, they are. Yeah, sure. Yeah, we, we, not, not. Yeah, they use a million dollars of the teachers' money. Well, fund. they, so that guy, you can't swing a dead
3: cat in Chicago without without having it hit a. a and a he's Johnson got commercials,
2: and but the thing is, he's got the unions behind him. Yeah. He's got SEIU, he's got CTU, and they vote. Hmm. So, all right, let's go to Michael on the South Side. You are on Chicago's Morning Answer. Good morning, Michael.
12: Good morning, Amy. Good morning, uh, Ray. Thank you both for taking my call. Oh, uh, well, we've seen. Uh, local media and local politicians pile on uh, Ron DeSantis for his alleged racism, for his alleged, alleged homophobia, yada, yada, yada. Oh so God. let's – I hope that the local – that these same people uh, treat Al Sharpton similarly the next time he comes to town.
2: And what do you want them to do? <laughs>
12: yeah, Well, well let's, let's have local media remi- – <laughs> Or let's have the local media remind us about Al Sharpton and uh, his anti-Semitic remarks, for example, or his, or the Tawana Brawley situation. And we can and let's see the local media uh, chase down uh, politicians here in the city and say, uh, do you uh, she, uh, do you want to denounce Al Sharpton? Let's let's let let's let's, ha- let's uh, the media should apply the same standard to everyone, not just want Ron, Ron DeSantis.
2: Thank you, Michael, for the phone call. I mean, I just can't believe how. Everyone jumped on the DeSantis visit. I mean, you had Brandon Johnson, you had Sophia King, you had, like, they were falling all over themselves. And that's
3: what people do when they're nervous and they're worried because they know that this guy will be the front runner, and I don't care how much you love Trump, this is the guy, and there is nobody that they have to run against him, no one.
9: I think it's reprehensible because I think the uh, Governor DeSantis stands in far contrast to the type of state that illinois is
2: yeah illinois, Nate, illinois a, is broken <laughs> corrupt it's a horrible state it's a
3: horrible you don't have to tell us we live here
2: high unemployment rates since january 1st let's see since january 1st 194 shot and that's not including the homicides from last night because a, a rideshare driver was shot last night mm-hmm. and killed so now we have 42 homicides 195 shots and did you see what happened on I-57 oh, yeah. in Chicago? Yeah, and a
3: three-year-old, I believe. Yes, and, yeah. fatally
2: shot, and three other members and her family were shot. Mm-hmm. They were driving down the street and targeted. So, yeah, not a safe place to live. Nothing to celebrate here, but yet they try to. Craig in Mount Greenwood, you're on Chicago's Morning Answer. Hey, good
5: morning, Amy, and good morning, Coolie. Hey, brother. Anyways, uh, yeah, it's good to hear you guys in that uh you know, uh, thinking about uh, just the Chicago voters, now putting aside all the cheating that goes on with, uh, that's gone on forever, all the way back through all the dailies and everything with the Democratic machine and all the their cheating methods, but you still have to overcome it, and we can't overcome it in Chicago because there's too many dumb voters. And this is why I say about Paul Bales. I know you like him, Amy, and everything, and he's not the worst of the worst, but he's basically a typical politician, and I mean big time. He's just a talker, and he basically doesn't uh, – he doesn't uh, basically uh, uh, give me any hope for that uh, things to be straightened out. But Willie Brown, I think that cat right there, that he he would make some changes and do some things, and he's the real deal. And uh, just wonder what you guys think about that because I, I you don't
2: hear much hear too much about Willie Brown, but man, I. You're, I, you're talking Willie, about Willie Wilson. I mean Willie Wilson. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. He's on at eight o'clock this okay. morning too.
3: Willie so, is. Yep. You know, he's a solid man. Thanks, you know, Craig. When do we ever look at somebody for who they are and what they've done in their body of work? I mean, this guy is a good, he's a good he's man. accomplished. Yeah.
2: But, and we, there's a lot of questions we want to ask him, too, because he didn't jump in on the fray of denouncing DeSantis. But I want to know what he thinks of his visit mm-hmm. and when he, but what he thinks of the governor. But Paul Vallis, I mean, it, it's, it was just really hard because I consider him family. Yeah. I, I mean, I became very close with him during the pandemic. I've always been you know, when I was a reporter I got to know him and then I worked I was a substitute teacher when he was the CEO and so we'd joke around and then I you know, I know his wife, I know his family, and I just was shocked. You were that a substitute teacher? Yeah. Where? They played Gangster's Paradise when I walked down the hallway. Um no, I was at Austin High School, but I fall in favor with Farragut High School. Man. they so they would just tell me whenever I wasn't working at Channel Five, I would if I was Purdue and when mm-hmm. I first came here, I would go To Farragut or Frederick Douglass Middle School, I went all over the city. Did you? And that was very hard. Being a substitute teacher is, God bless those people, because you you don't know what you're walking into. Oh, I had to press the panic button a few times.
3: See now, if you're my substitute teacher, I'm playing Van Halen. (laughs) Too hot for teacher.
1: (laughs) It's news, opinion, insight. This is Chicago's Morning Answer on AM five sixty. The answer. This is Chicago's Morning Answer with Dan Proft and Amy Jacobson on AM560, The Answer.
2: Celebrating President's Day, not on American soil. Good morning, Amy Jacobson here. Ray Stevens in for Dan Proft. Thanks for coming in. How you born? I'm doing. We have a busy news day. Always a lot going on when you're here.
3: Yeah, you know, last time I uh, I sat in here by myself for you guys, you two you two goofballs, uh, uh-huh. there was nothing going on. It was dead. There was no news except Southwest Airlines. That was the story. <laughs> and I mean, I'm making news up. It was fun. This is a fun day.
2: Yeah. So while President Biden yesterday chose to spend, you know, this American holiday, not in America, he's mm. secretly in the cloak of darkness at 3 a.m. Sunday morning. Got got on a plane, not on Air Force 1, but another plane. Flew to Poland, then took a 10-hour train ride to Kiev. Well,
3: oh, he's used to those train rides. He used to ride the train. Oh, that's right. I'm a train guy. You know when I knew um, I knew the train conductor by name, I had a key, I could I drove the train.
2: But the question is, should he have been here? And we do have a border crisis. We do well, a crisis at the border, mm-hmm. excuse me. And we do have that toxic chemical spill. That is still affecting residents in East Palestine, Ohio. The
3: border crisis you're talking about is the one that Ron DeSantis was talking about, everybody leaving Illinois and going to Florida, no, that one? No,
2: the one down on our southern Not border. Not the
3: one where everybody from Illinois is going to Wisconsin? That's a different one? <laughs> nope. Three, That's Title 43. <laughs> Title 43 means you can no longer leave this state for greener pastures.
2: Yeah, right. 312-642-5600, turnkey.pro, answer line 64636, type in DA, then a quick comment, because he brought with him a half million dollars. And is using that money to pay pensions of Ukrainian citizens, when people here that are hurting, especially in Ohio, could probably have used that money. Mm. But here's a uh, President Biden, you know, getting up there after the ten-hour trip and this photo op. Did you see this when it, he's walking with uh, the president of Ukraine in the town square? Was was guess uh, what happened?
3: Volodymyr uh, helping him?
2: No, ready? Yeah, it's total photo op. Okay, this is for a Netflix special. Oh, oh. Sirens are going great. The sirens are oh, going. Yeah. on cue. Cue the sirens. Right. To make zone. It look at Oh, he's tough. Yeah. Biden's tough, but he's going to stand with Ukraine. For as
13: long as it takes, and that's how long we're going to be with you, Mr. President. America stands with you, and the world stands with you. One year later, Kiev stands. We keep standing. And Ukraine stands. Democracy stands the America stands with you and the world stands with you
2: three one two six four two five six zero zero turnkey turnkey.pro, answer line one um, is enough enough how much money is enough money I mean a hundred billion total taxpayers have funded the war in Ukraine and I understand why we're doing it I I, I get it but at what point in time do we stop writing blank checks
3: well you know it's it, it we are we are in a crazy time right now I mean you you know we, we let Surveillance balloons fly across our country, and this drives me crazy, because national security shouldn't be a left or right thing. It just shouldn't. It, and common sense needs to prevail somewhere. But I kept hearing, "Well, wait a second. Half the world's on TikTok. You're giving everybody your information right there. We should let surveillance balloons fly over. It fly over. It makes no sense." And then you've got um, North Korea, fi- uh, you know, firing missiles into the Pacific, saying he's going to turn it into a, uh, you know, it's going to turn it into his own little uh, gun range. And now you got this thing going on. It's like, when are we going to wake up and see what's happening here?
2: 64636, also type in DA, then a quick comment. I mean, I think it's payback to Ukraine because Ukraine, they helped Hunter Biden. They helped line the pockets of the Biden family. Hunter Biden made millions off of Burisma. He never even went went to Ukraine. And we don't even know what his job responsibilities were. But so Biden's last trip as vice president was to Ukraine to get the prosecutor who was investigating Burisma fired. So this is a, you know, you 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 help me, I'll help you. This you, is payback, I think, for the Biden family.
3: You, you know, when, when you know, you, you have to wonder what, what uh, you know, KJP and the White House is going to do on a day when you wake up and the number one trending thing on Twitter is 10% to the big guy. You know, and, and that's stuff that you can't, I mean, you can't put a spin on that. You can't fix that. You know, social media has the ability to let people know exactly where they're at and what they think about in this world. And this administration's in trouble.
2: Well, and finally, we have a Republican Congress, thank God, to investigate Hunter Biden. Because we talked to the um, lap, laptop owner, the computer mm-hmm. owner, oh my God, the computer store owner, excuse me. And he said he brought in three laptops. Two were completely damaged. He said when he walked in, he was completely inebriated. And he never picked up the laptop. And so with that laptop, we have information about Barisma, mm-hmm. about the dealings with China and how much money they're making. Wait till this comes and out. some pretty disgusting pictures. No, that's just kids being kids. No, well, well there's one, because I, I asked him specifically, <laughs> so there's a lot of rumble and rumors, I hate to say the word rumors on radio, but that there's pictures of him and underage children. And the owner of the store said, I'm going to stop there, but I can tell you that there's some there is something with his niece. So his by his dead brother, so he, he hooks up with his dead brother's wife and he hits on one of their her kids. Hits on his niece. There was something nefarious about a picture with his niece. And this is
3: this this store owner told you all this?
2: Uh huh. Wow. Uh but that sounds like a crime to me, but okay, it's the Biden, so they get a pass.
3: Why is this uh- it's a. Um, and I then were, while he was, if I were this guy, if I were this guy that's telling sister. you this, while he's
2: dating yeah. Bo's, his brother's wife, he's hitting on her sister-in-law.
3: Well, you know what? My while girlfriend he's has a shower. A, my girlfriend has a pretty hot sister too, so I'll give him. Oh, a. we <laughs> stop it. I don't know what to. How, I mean, I don't even know how to comment. I mean, how this. much it's, could the Bidens yeah. get away with? I mean, it's 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 pretty it's pretty filthy. It's pretty disgusting.
2: Well, President Trump is uh, took Biden to task for going to Ukraine instead of staying here and helping people in America that need help, you know, putting America first. Mm-hmm. And Biden is heading to East Palestine tomorrow. No, no. Two years, I'm sorry. Trump. Trump. Okay. Excuse me. Yeah. Trump.
14: Two years, the destruction that they over the last two years, the destruction that they've done in two years, nobody's ever seen anything like it. And even now you have a president going to Ukraine and you have people in Ohio that are in desperate need of help. And I was very proud to say that I announced I was going to Ohio. You know, FEMA said we're not going to give them anything. The Biden administration said we're not going to give them anything. And then I announced I'm going. Please sit down. There's yeah, the- go ahead. Sit. We'll it- be here for a while. <laughs> what do we have fans to do? We're standing up. What do we have to do? A typical Trump. But they weren't going to get anything from FEMA. They weren't going to get anything from anybody. And then I announced I'm going. And FEMA said, oh, we'll give you whatever you want. Everybody's throwing it at them now. And you know what? I'm happy about that. That's good. We're going to go on Wednesday. But as soon as we announced we were going, the money started rolling in. But it's not supposed to be that way, is it?
3: You know, it's amazing to me that, you know, they're worried about the emissions that my Ford F-150 puts into the air because I'm killing America. Right. Every, every day I gas. You, up need, my, to, you yeah. need to do
2: your part and get yeah, an electric you know, car. I,
3: I need to, I, you know. So I keep hearing. Don't even get me started on that. But, you know, here we're, we're, we're spilling toxins into the air, and the EPA's like, it's okay. The water's fine. There's nothing to see here. I don't get how we corroborate the actions that make up this country.
2: They set up a health care clinic in the town to help people. And there was a grandpa with his three granddaughters. I think it was on CNN or MSNBC. I don't remember which one. But they had rashes all over their hands and their face. Yeah. And they were, you know, using the water to wash their faces. And- come oh, on, Amy, yeah, it's right. winter, it's dry skin season. <laughs> uh, 312-642-5600 is our turnkey.pro answer line. Let's go to Pat in Lockport. She joins us in Chicago's Morning Answer. Good morning, Pat. Good morning. Um, what I'd really like to say
15: is I am so disgusted with that dimwit diapers, I can hardly stand it. And how dare you? How dare you? Say that America is with you, Ukraine. You speak for yourself, you damn crook. It's your pockets that got lined with God knows how much. And then you turn around and say that Biden is the smartest man I know. Well, that's all you need to know. That whole damn family is so crooked, it turns my stomach. And then he wipes his behind with his own country and can't even go to where the disasters are and address them. He's nothing but slime. I'm sorry to say that, but that is nothing but the damn truth.
8: Mm-hmm. I have
15: more respect for the crap on the bottom of my shoe than I have for that bastard. Okay. You guys have a good day.
3: Rich, you know, rich men, rich men start wars and poor families pay the price. It's been that way for years.
2: I know, and I just had to sign up my son for selective service because he just turned 18. Let me tell you something. And I'm a, I just yeah. cringed pressing the send yeah. button.
3: How do you think he feels?
2: I, mean, I said, but, you, he yeah. said, "Oh, this Ukraine stuff." Like, well, you better be paying attention, yeah. son, yeah. because this is this could be you.
3: Yeah, I, I still, I still am. A, you know, my son out of college, um, doing well as a commercial real estate appraiser, but he's a he's a lunatic,
2: okay. and, and I and I keep waiting. I for wonder him. where he got that from.
3: It's his mother. Oh she's, yeah, <laughs> she's crazy. She's unhinged. Um, but I keep waiting for him to come home and say, "Dad, I, I joined the Marines." But I don't think he would do that until something happens here, and then he's all in. Because right. him and his buddies, they're they're just they're just ready. You what know? did
2: he wear? He he wore a T-shirt to school once. Yeah, it, it was
3: it was a shirt that said uh, uh, "United States back to back world champs," and and they uh, you know and his arms are sticking out of it because the kids just you know he's just genetically perfect and uh, and the, and they they sent him home and I said keep the shirt on I'm driving you back to school.
2: But you're back. To, I mean, we were a yeah. back-to-back world team. We won World War I. We won World
3: War Two. It was the American flag that, that you know, caused the problems. Seriously? Yeah.
2: Did you go in and talk to the oh, president? Oh, we went in. And what did he say? Where'd you get? He went back to class. Okay. Yeah. He didn't have to turn it inside out? No. Because sometimes they make no. you turn I told it. him,
3: I said, I said we're going to do that. One of two things is going to happen. Either he's going to wear the shirt, or he's going to take his shirt off and go shirtless for the rest of the day. What is it going to be?
2: All right, back to East Palestine. So the mayor, is, have you seen this guy? Yes. He's a real down-to-earth, go get him type of guy. And I did
3: not like his video of him drinking the water, saying, I just take, took this water out of the tap, and now I'm going to drink it. It, well, looked, it looked like a Saturday Night Live skit, but I like what he's saying in lieu of what happened yesterday.
11: He was in the Ukraine giving millions of dollars away to people over there, not to us, and I'm furious.
2: And he doesn't want Pete gig gig. We would call P, but uh, Mayor that's what Pete? Dan calls him. Yeah. He doesn't want him to visit, you know, he they, looks they, like just Mr. stay
3: home. Remember, Mr. Bean? Mr. Bean. The, yeah, from the movies, Mr. Bean. No. Well, look, Google Mr. Bean and tell me if that's not Mayor Pete.
2: <laughs> okay, yeah, but yeah, he's not coming. And President Trump, former President Trump, is visiting mm-hmm. them tomorrow. And I, I mean, and it's I gonna be great.
3: And bring in some paper towels.
2: Oh, he better not throw paper <laughs> towels. Let's keep it clean, President Trump.
3: Hear about the big stories of the
1: day. Then talk about them right here on Chicago's Morning Answer on AM 560. The answer.
2: I don't know if you've heard, but Mayor Lightfoot is a threat to our democracy.
3: Everything is a threat isn't to every, our democracy. Yeah, you know, I mean, really, it's a, it's the, it's a threat to our democracy.
2: Well, Hurt saying this is an actual threat to our democracy.
10: Any vote. Any vote coming on the side side for somebody not named Lightfoot is a vote for Chewy Garcia or Paul Val. That's it. If you want them controlling your fate and your destiny, then stay home. Then don't vote. But we've got to do better, right? We have this moment, this opportunity to take control and de- of our own destiny, and that means we've got to get out and vote. No one can stay home.
2: Get get out and vote, yeah. but if you're not voting for me, Don't stay vote. home. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't it, it?
3: I hearken and liken this kind of behavior to a guy that's been cheating on his wife, and uh-huh. all of a sudden he's sorry, and I'm going to be better next time. Well, where, you, where where have you been for the last four flipping
6: years? So,
2: How is it going to get better in the future? So she was asked that, of course, right off the bat now, after she cast her early vote yesterday mm-hmm. with her wife and her daughter by her side. And uh, yeah, are you ready for this? just the heat of the moment. I wasn't
10: being serious. If I said anything other than everybody everywhere needs to vote, then I misspoke in the heat of a campaign rally. But I've been very consistent all along saying everybody everywhere needs to step up and they need to vote, just as I said today.
2: Got us. Step up. I'm so sick of hearing. I have to step up and do my part. Here she goes again and asked in a different way.
10: If you look at what I've consistently said everywhere that I've gone, I encourage people. I frankly beg them to participate in our democracy to vote. So if I misspoke, then I misspoke. But
2: of course, each candidate again. So offended by what she said, Sophia King. We certainly need somebody who is not trying to suppress people's votes. Uh, we need somebody who can bring us together as a city. Paul Vallis, Turncoat. Are you going to tell
11: people not to vote when the, you know many of their parents and grandparents and great
14: grandparents, you know, uh, suffered and sacrificed for the right to vote? So I think it, I think it was irresponsible.
2: And CTU Saktoy Brandon Johnson. We're not going
16: to allow people. <laughs> Including this administration to provoke fear and anxiety.
2: Oh yes, fear and anxiety. Three one two six four two five six zero zero. 642 5600 Answer Is that a good enough explanation?
3: You on fear and anxiety? Just go down to Chicago any any night of the week. There, you, once the sun goes down, you're on your own. Do good people luck.
2: even go down to? I heard they're closing bars at eight o'clock at night. You know, it was. Uh, I, I've been Certain there. Bars. You know,
3: I've been in in the city per se downtown a lot lately, and it is. It's closed. I mean, it's a shame. Have
2: it, you driven down State Street? Do, People need to do that because I kept telling Dan, we're turning into Detroit, we're turning into Detroit. And he said, as long as Ken Griffin's here, we'll be fine. But Ken Griffin's gone now, and we are turning into Detroit. Did Ken Griffin, you know what he did? His his
3: candidate didn't win, so he packed up his bags, and he moved to Florida with his tail between his legs or something like that. He it,
2: always had a place uh, in West Palm.
3: According to, according to- Governor J.B. Pritzker unbelievable who's
2: trying so hard yeah. to be relevant right yeah. now on yeah. a national stage yeah what can make him popular oh i know i'll rip on DeSantis. Yeah. Yeah. then people will pay attention to me i travel a lot and i always just you know try to check the pulse of the people mm-hmm. i'll say i'm from chicago and it's like oh you're mayor lightfoot Whew, she's I, awful I then get- then I, and then i say do you know who our governor is and they don't people yeah. don't know who he is?
3: You know what's amazing is is, and I know it's that it's weird. It, I know that there's a difference between building a road in this blue clay dirt that we have here in Chicago and in the Midwest, and it, and I get that it's decidedly different, and the weather's nicer in Florida. But the dude built a road in twelve days after a hurricane. You know, I mean, give it was me a so break. Impressive, yeah. And and it's funny because he if got if, it
2: done. If he That's he real leadership right there. If he did anything
3: wrong, people would know about it. You would know about it. If there were people suffering. You would know about it because the media is ready to trounce on this guy. You saw it yesterday here in the state of Illinois. They're ready. And now all of a sudden you see a picture of DeSantis, and I love this one. There's a picture of DeSantis with some women.
2: Okay. Yeah.
3: And there's three girls there. They're all fully clothed. Is he
2: smelling their hair? They're young. Uh-oh.
3: So is he. It looks like a, a picture somebody took at a at a college dorm. Everybody's got their clothes on. Everybody's smiling. Everybody's having a good time. Okay. I'm like, if this is what you can bring up on this guy they're trying to bash bash him on that. Good luck to you. Oh my. Well, who are the girls? Now I want to know. I don't know, just cute college girls. I mean, it, I it it would have been something any of us, well, most of us would have done. take yeah. pictures,
2: you know. Well, he was a kid. Uh, let's quickly go to Frank in Arlington Heights here on Chicago's Morning Answer. Good morning, Frank. Hey, good morning. Um right. Well, first of all, first of all,
7: I want to say I want to go back to the hanging Chad's voting type of style. That's what I want. That's what okay. I want. I want to get one of those <laughs> things back. But um Yeah, Pritzker... uh Pritzker, you know, trying to stay relevant. You know, when he went to the WEF back in uh, January, to their little Davos show, um, you know, he got all dressed up, and looked all nice, his hair was combed a little better. And, you know, does he realize that? You know, he was basically the hired help there.
2: Yeah. That's what
7: he was. I mean, you know,
2: they just need the his money. Yep. But, yeah.
7: Yep. But but no. Well, compared to, compared to them, I mean, he's you know, he's an underling compared to them,
9: and uh, you know,
7: that didn't work for him. So. Yeah, he's uh he's trying to stay relevant. He thinks he has a chance at uh winning the Democratic nomination in twenty four twenty eight. I don't know what he's thinking.
2: I don't even, you know what? I say waste your money, spend it. Americans, they don't want a fat president. You know where I'd love to see. And I it. know I'm gonna oh. take heed for that, I know but you they will. do not want right. and I talked to my friend, he's like, I'm fat. No no one would vote for me for president. I get it. I'm not voting for a fat president.
3: I'd like to see him oh. in a I'd like to see him in WWF. <laughs> okay. Now that would be fun. You know? A shirtless match, you know, like a like a a, okay. a ladder Are you match. About sumo wrestling. Yeah.
2: Okay. <laughs> All right.
1: It's news, opinion, insight. This is Chicago's morning answer on AM560, the answer. America First with Sebastian Gorka. Today at three, right before Sean Thompson at four. On AM560, the answer.
2: Do you know the words to this song? Oh, you don't even have your headsets on. No, because I'm closing the- you know, we're paying you here.
3: You know, I will tell you this. I'm,
2: can I tell you something? Yeah. Oh, by the way, that's Ray Stevens. Uh, Ramblin, Ramblin' Ray,
3: answer. you can follow me on social media. You'll you'll fall in love with me.
2: Yeah, well, what is your handle for Twitter?
3: Uh, I'm on CB Radio, Channel 19, Midnight Rider.
2: Okay. <laughs> <laughs>
3: <What>? <laughs> yeah, come on now here on uh, CB 19. No, you can follow me. It's uh, Ramblin' Ray on Facebook, Ramblin' Ray on Twitter, Ramblin' Ray Ray uh, on Instagram. Uh, I'm all over the place because I am a foster radio fill-in, and I'm just trying to be relevant in this crazy world.
2: And he's trying to find a home. You, know, oh, you it will. You will. It would be nice, um, but Chicago's I will tell you. is known for resurrecting radio personalities. Yeah, it, trust me. And, and I'm good. I, um, you are good. But the, <laughs> And I'm glad that you know you're good because that's the first start.
3: This is the best-paying radio station in Chicago for filling work. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. do
2: tell how much you're making, because maybe we can get a share of
3: it. Oh, no, no.
2: Because you can give. come oh, in, and then I'll, It's know, nothing
3: compared to the, to have the, you come to the all money the that, you know, all these big-time sponsors oh, yeah. send, you and Dan, you know, the U-lines and everybody. But oh, I'm we, doing okay. Please.
2: All right. Well, you were here uh, in December, last December, around the 15th, when Joe Perillo, and everybody knows who Joe Perillo is, mm-hmm. if you've lived in Chicago and seen the vehicles, um, his dealership was not robbed of any vehicles but some high-end watches. Yeah, it was, was a, a smash and grab situation during the middle of the day. Year ago December. Yes. Yes. Year ago December.
3: Yeah, it was uh, it was crazy. And I had uh, I had Joe on the radio because
2: I th- my my yeah, father's on here too. My but-
3: father's company um put the heating and air conditioning in Joe's uh, one of his locations in Chicago was old BMW dealership. And I had a chance to meet him as a young kid and I was just so impressed with him. Yeah. And I always was, always was a fan. And then when this happened, he was brought to to tears about the, the deterioration of the city that he loves. And I was just struck by, here's a guy that, that, that worked hard for what he has. Nobody gave him anything. Nope. And then somebody comes in and they think, Oh, well, you know what? I can take it. And it, and it, it broke the guy's heart. And that's what, that's what really caught me is, is, is you know, this guy didn't really care about, I mean, he cared about what happened. And he said, look, I'm not out of any money here. It's the guy that was selling the watches that he right, set up who, in my rented store. rented the space from. And, yeah. but he, and he, was, he was just, what struck me about him is he was sad for the demise of the city.
2: Yep. And we all who, all of us who live in the city have a big decision to make one week from today. I know early voting has already started, but polls open 6 a.m., one week from today. So with that, we welcome back to the program Joe Perillo, owner of Perillo, uh, BMW, and much, much more. Good morning, Mr. Perillo. How are you?
16: I am talking to you from my bed.
2: Oh, well, <laughs> and, uh, that sounds fantastic, Hugh Hefner. I hope you're on I a silk cra- robe.
16: I, and I must be crazy doing this because I'm out of my comfort zone right now uh, uh, talking about a mayor, who, if she... Once she hears that this, that I was on and what I'm about to say, I'll no doubt get retribution. <clears throat> there'll be there'll be people writing me up tickets. I know that. And if, if that happens, I'll be back on the air again with you.
2: Yeah, because, if, well, it, tell people what happened. So she came to, after you were robbed, and it was a high-profile case, it was made national news, um, she came to visit you at your dealership.
16: Well, she called me. She had she had someone reach out for me and asked if she could if she could call me, and uh, have a conversation. And um, and I gave, if she had my and I, I gave my number to to the person she had reached out, and um, <clears throat> she texted me six thirty five. Funny thing was six thirty six forty five uh, in the morning on a Thursday, and asked uh, if uh, what would be a good time. She texted me what time is a good time to call you and I text her back your honor you could call me now I'm up and uh, she did and and she said when can I uh uh, when I'd like to talk to you when can I meet with you I says well anytime you'd like your honor when would you like to come to my office she asked me if I'd come to City Hall and I said no I'm not going to come to City Hall uh, which wound up to be a, a, a great uh, a decision that I made not to go to City Hall. She said, why why, why won't I go to City Hall? I said, Your Honor, you called me. You want to come and see me? Mm-hmm. My door's open to you. She came with the chief of police and the chief of staff, and, and I was very, very cordial to her. Um, I thought she wanted to, um, uh, you know, I was kind of angry, and I said, um, uh, what would you like to talk about? And and um, um, um I gave her a couple of compliments, and I told her, don't answer oh, that. Uh, <laughs>
3: that could be her.
16: <laughs> right. Don't answer yeah, that, that, probably, that door
3: Mr. Perillo. be her I'm, <laughs>
16: Room getting, service. I'm, already getting, I'm already getting I'm already getting calls right now but, but, um, so um, basically
2: but she the, she the bottom line, didn't she tell you that this kind of was your fault because you didn't have private security there?
16: Yeah, well, I had told her. I said, "What, what's your plan, Your Honor?" I said, "You went to University of Chicago, which is a brilliant school." I said, "Albert Einstein helped design the atomic bomb there." And I said, "Albert Einstein said it's insanity if you keep doing the same thing, oh, you, and you expect the different results. It's insanity." And I said, "So, what's your plan for the security?" And I said, "You know, having these kids, uh, there's got to be retribution." And and um, uh, uh, what's your plan? And, and I said, you just can't catch these kids and let them let them go. And she said, Well, they're not the problem. She said they're they're only young kids. She says, and they they're they're innocent until they're proven guilty in the United States. And um, uh, and I and she said they deserve a day in court. She said, and we think that instead of incarcerate them and feed them and house them. She said, we'll just let them go, and, and, and they could go to work the next morning, until and they could go to work until their court date comes up.
8: Yeah, they go to work. You know.
16: <laughs> so, Robbing other people? I was, I was wondering, I said, if they were working, why would they be out there stealing? And I said, so, Your Honor, you don't think if someone steals $950 worth of goods, I said, uh, that they're criminals? And, and uh, anyway, it got into, she started yelling at me. And I, I gave her about two or three passes. She didn't answer the question. And and, um, and I told her she had to leave, and she got real insulted and got up. Well, I told her, this meeting's over, Your Honor. And um, I got a call from City Hall and later, and they said, from my friend who brought her in to me, said, uh, I'm probably the only person who threw a mayor out of their office? You know. Yeah. So,
2: well, but then the so next not, day you got tickets for what? Next what?
16: day I got five. tickets. violations. I got five five tickets. Uh, one of them was for for uh, having liquor on my premises in my dealership, and one was selling liquor without a license. I don't <laughs> I, I don't sell liquor, but those I got dismissed. Two tickets were for having. Uh, no face mask on. There was my salesman was in a car with the customer, and they and she asked if they could take the face mask off since we were in a car, and we got two tickets for that. We got two tickets. We got a ticket for uh, um, uh, my my person uh, being rude to her, not giving her the. Uh, none, uh, they asked for my my dealer license, my, my not my dealer license my operating license and. He showed it to her, and he walked away. He handed it to her. He's a very polite. He's an Asian gentleman. He's very polite. He handed it to her. He didn't want to get in a confrontation. He handed it in and walked away and got a ticket for that.
2: Or, so so were, were all these tickets dismissed?
16: No, the two the two for the face mask were not dismissed, and so. I was going to fight it. I said, you know, I have to live with her for a couple years. So what I'm doing right now, when I'm saying this right now publicly, uh, I must be crazy because I know if she wins again, it's going to be. But if she wins again, I doubt if I'll stay in the city. That, that, well, like that, that's of what of I players. was going to okay, ask you. Not are you only
3: move out. Not only do you get a 15-yard penalty for the face mask call, but my question to you, Joe, is: Where's your other dealerships located? I know you're you're out in the suburbs. Why wouldn't you just go there?
16: You know, I love Chicago. I, know. I I've been born and raised in Chicago. I just, I, I could live anywhere, and I'm past the retirement age, you know. And I could live anywhere, and I don't really have to work. I love it. I love the city. I live in the city. I was born and raised in the city. I raised my kids in the suburbs. Couldn't wait till they they got to college so we could move into the city back to the city. Um, this is i travel a lot this was i say is this was the greatest city in the united states one of the greatest cities in the country people love this city i travel last year i was six times in europe uh, which was too much after they lifted the pandemic all these companies uh, started having meetings so i was back and forth to europe six times every place i go around the united states when i say chicago they tell me, "Do you have to carry a gun? Is it safe? Do you, you, do you yeah. have to carry a gun?" Um, 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 I do. I'm fearful. I got, I'm, a, I'm a licensed gun carrier, but I, you know, I'm, I'm fearful for my life, like everyone else. I mean, I walk to my car. I'm looking all ways. I mean, yeah, I'm uncomfortable. A lot of people are uncomfortable. Uh, uh, this isn't the city I know and I love. I mean, I, I and, and I, I just think. What it's about is change. The word is change. If you don't change anything, you you can't expect any different results. Now, what motivated this call to you is this. you got a week left. Um, There's a lot of voters out there that are a little confused with all these candidates, and and they don't, at, at this point, they don't know who to vote for. Well, I say the one that you don't vote for is Lori Lightfoot. I mean, she has brought this city down to its knees. If we don't watch another four years, this will be Detroit. I'll be out of here. I have a dealership in Michigan. I have uh, two dealerships in, um, in Downers Grove. Um, and um, I'm about to move Rolls Royce to Downers Grove, so I'll have another dealership there. Uh, I pay a lot of taxes. I, yeah. I employ 200 people. I've been a dealer for 41 years. We have, you know, we get all kind of awards for having customer attention. This is not a commercial for me. I, I, I'm not, This is not a commercial. Uh, your no, success they, speaks
3: they, for itself. They, yeah, yeah, yeah we know
16: that. As, this is, this is well, I, why I'm saying that is I have loyal customers who phone an order in to me. Okay? I have our doors at Gold Coast are locked you, you have to have an appointment you have to get buzzed in this this we have three entrances we only have one open and a person has to get buzzed in I won't allow anyone with a face mask to come in unless we buzz them in they take a picture of them coming in and no hoodies you right. know no hoodies in my place and and uh, because these these kids are so bold. And by the way, I do not blame these kids that are robbing us. They're the players. I blame the game. We're allowing them to do this. And they're going back to their neighborhood, and they're, being, they're rock stars. Hey, man, you don't have to go to school. The schools are empty over there on, on the south side and the west side, and I'm not being prejudiced. But what's happening is why they're empty is – The role models are on the corner. The eighteen and twenty-year-old kids who who robbed me are now eleven and twelve and thirteen years old kids who get a gun. They watch video games and they don't know how to work a gun, and they get a gun and they come out. They want a car. They hijack a car. The police. Did they ever catch? Did they catch the kids who did this? They caught the one guy. They got caught the one guy, and I have to give credit to uh uh chief david brown he was he promised me that he would he would catch him and he caught one of them and and uh well what
2: happened to him did he get slapped on
16: three years it'd be out. it's probably out now uh, but i
3: I just want to say this because when i first talked to you about this you you've had time now to, to 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 soak it in to to feel it to to now you know sum it up and talk about it but when you When you first talked about this, man, and Joe, I hope I'm all right by saying this, but I had you on the radio and you you were in tears. You were in tears because you love this city and this was killing you.
16: So I don't want anybody. I wasn't in tears. I was angry. Yeah. I wasn't in Mm -hmm. tears. But I was angry. All right. First, let let me just say this. Let me give a shout out to the Chicago Police Department. All right. This is not about them. They're the greatest. I love the Chicago police. Their hands are tied. We have to untie their hands. You're not going to, you're not going to, you know, and and you need, and, and when I hear commercials by Lori Lightfoot saying that crime is down, and people, people, I don't believe people could believe this. I don't see how yeah, anyone it's could fun believe with the numbers. crime numbers because it's not only downtown. Now it's going to Lincoln Park. It's going to all the. It's going into the neighborhoods, and it's going to escalate.
2: It's an it's all seventy-seven neighborhood. So you have. I don't. Have you decided who you are going to vote for a week from now, or do you want to keep that close to the chest?
16: I have to keep that close to my vest because um, uh, I have to. Because I'm in business, I have customers that all have their own opinion. Uh, uh uh so i just can't go vocal but i'll tell you what the one thing we all have in common the two things we have in common i don't care what color you are i don't care religion what gender who, we are all chicagoans we should all be together to solve this problem we need a change okay we need a change she has been incompetent. She has, and 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 it's got it's not getting better. It's getting worse now. The second thing we all have in common is we all are entitled to be safe. Yep. We should all feel safe. We've got to attack this crime. There's there's plenty yep. of things there's, there's things, but if you gave me ten. My priorities would be on the first top ten. The first three would be safety, safety, safety. Yep. Now, how is that affecting everyone besides safety? Beside the safety, is the taxes? Businesses are not thriving. Businesses are surviving. We're in the survival mode. Okay, businesses are moving out of Chicago. And if Lightfoot gets in, there's a lot more businesses that are going to leave Chicago. What is that going to do to the people who can't leave Chicago, who, who have jobs in Chicago? With the drop-off of, the, first of all, conventions are down, tourism are down. And by the way, wherever I go, people say, Chicago's are one of our favorite cities. But we're afraid to come there. They're waiting for a change so they could come here. This city has things that I travel all over the world. We have things in Chicago that no one could have. Okay, but it takes safety. When you you take tourism out of Chicago. Right. When you take conventions out of Chicago. When you take you have when you have suburban people who are afraid to come to Chicago? That used to come for the weekend. Right. That are afraid to come to Chicago. When you take Chicagoans who live here, who don't go to restaurants like they did in Chicago, they yeah. go to the suburbs.
2: You know what, Mr. Perillo? We're up against the clock here, but I want to thank you so much for joining us. And you're a true well, Chicagoan, and you're this. a true you success have to story. Me, you
16: have to allow me to finish this. You told me you would do that. Right. When you when 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 you take this revenue. Out of all these businesses, okay, their sales tax revenue goes down. In order to make budget, they have to raise our taxes. Our property taxes are going higher, and that's affecting everyone. So we need a change.
3: We're going to get it, Joe. All right. We'll thank get you so it. much.
2: Buddy, always, good,
3: always good to hear from you, man. Well,
16: be, be well. With, I'll, be, I'll be back on oh, when, yes, when I will. get about 10 tickets tomorrow. <laughs>
3: okay.
2: <laughs> yeah, let us do. Hopefully there will be no retaliation Unreal. this time. Unreal. She did that. He had five tickets. We forgot to ask him how much a face mask violation was. Yeah, that's 15
3: yards and 15 grand probably.
2: And he joined us on our turnkey.pro answer line.
1: It's news, opinion, insight. This is Chicago's Morning Answer on AM560. The answer. This is Chicago's Morning Answer with Dan Proft and Amy Jacobson on AM560. The answer.
2: All right, good morning, Amy Jacobson. In here. Let's start over. Good morning, Amy Jacobson here, Ray Stevenson for Dan Proff.
3: Thanks for up. thanks for putting your makeup on for me. I want to know this.
2: Oh, that's right. I didn't put my makeup on for you. I can't stand what? wearing makeup. I thought you had
3: it on. You look No, glowing. I just put a little
2: blush. No, because I... I
3: always get text messages or, or Twitter responses. People say, hey, I notice when you fill in with Amy, she smiles a lot and she puts her makeup on.
2: Oh, that's right Smile, <laughs> yes, but I'm in a different position, you know, yeah, and it's yeah. a different camera angle, right? Um, so yesterday, what did you do yesterday afternoon?
3: Well, I was I yesterday afternoon i uh, I was down I was down in Chicago doing some stuff with my radio friend Kathy Hart, who okay. was in town. Oh, yeah. And then I was going to go out to the uh, DeSantis thing in Elmhurst, <laughs> but, but but what
8: happened? I didn't get
3: uh, I didn't get oh. invited. I, you know, I was I was in touch with uh, Jeannie, my friend Jeannie Ives. But yeah. then we lost contact, and I, I didn't make it out there.
2: <laughs> Meaning she didn't call she didn't back. She didn't hit me back. You yeah. didn't get a ticket in. Yeah. <laughs> but it was the big gig in town yesterday. It, was. it, was, it was, the, and, there was. That's where the who's who were. And Governor DeSantis, you know, touting the fact that crime is at the lowest point it has been in Florida in 50 years, and here's why. I think it's... Repre- oh, that's not why. The
9: reason why you have crime that has spiraled out of control in so many of these different areas is because you have politicians putting woke ideology ahead of public safety.
2: And that's a big problem. And I love that he took Governor Pritzker to task. You know, when all of us were stuck here, he got his family out before he shut down Illinois.
9: Yes, during COVID, even though your governor would lock you down and have his family in Florida living and free. <laughs> and many other lockdown politicians would do that. It became like a cottage industry. That they'd always end up uh, attacking Florida, that we were somehow being reckless by letting people make their decisions.
2: Then you'd see him down in Palm Beach or you'd see him down in Miami. So- and I love it because every single politician that ripped on Governor DeSantis they went. went to Florida. Yeah. Even AOC was down there mm-hmm. in Miami enjoying herself with her fiance, living her life. Right. S- escaping it, the lockdown state. So. you know,
3: and you have to understand that when they, you know, and, and when and when Pritzker throws this back at DeSantis and he says he cooked the books on the COVID numbers and everything else, you know, you know, photos and the internet will not let you lie anymore because there you were, there was your family, they were down there. You can't lie about that.
2: And uh Pritzker recently spoke at an event in Florida to the Florida Democrats, calling Governor DeSantis homophobic with tendencies to promote racism
3: um what did he talk to like 10 were there 10 people there yeah Man,
2: how no, many no, there's 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 some democrats 15 in democrats in maybe 20 okay but let's get more now from our guest uh state former state rep former gubernatorial candidate and good friend of the program Jeannie ives good morning Jeannie. how are you good morning thanks for having me on so first off uh where was uh Ray's invitation
3: i was late i asked late i I, I give you wiggle room you know that because i i I found about i found out about this sunday and i'm like oh i've got to be there i've got to go to the
17: hottest ticket in town no it's no no it it actually was supposed to be very much word of mouth only under the radar uh text to text only of the uh, invitation link and then what happened somebody what was that what happened yeah, what happened? Well, uh, obviously, I, I think it came from Chicago FOP. That's what the reports are. That they kind of put out a bulk email, which we were told not to. I was asked to just get involved because, uh, you know, I do know a lot of folks, and unfortunately, I do I know a lot of law enforcement. I know other people that know law enforcement. It was really a law enforcement event, and that's ended up, ended up really being what it was. And did so he try? They, to- they had limited space available uh, uh, available, and then. It just became this, uh, you know, 500 people RSVP'd at least uh, that were on lists that I saw. We could only fit, you know, about 250 in the room. So, unfortunately, people didn't get in. What was it like? It was a great event.
3: I was going to say, what was it like to see uh, men and women of our, uh, you know, law enforcement agencies um, being talked to from somebody that actually really, at the end of the day, supports them?
17: Well, I, they were all very much excited to get in there and, and to, to be right up there in front with uh, the Governor DeSantis, and there was a lot of cheering at times during his speech. Like, this is a very much pro-law enforcement governor, Governor DeSantis is, and it's really the opposite of what you see happening here. Uh, where And, in fact, there's one point that Governor DeSantis was remarking about how he was going to, if if people were rioting, he was going to completely shut that down. If people were attacking police during riots, uh, they were going to be get prosecuted, and I was standing in the, in the far back. And there was another um, policeman from Chicago there, and he's like, "That happened to me. That really? happened to me. Somebody, you know, threw stuff at him, and nothing happened." Well, under DeSantis, the, the police are are respected, and their jobs are so, are considered really important. In fact, he's giving five thousand dollars signing bonuses for people who want to move down there to become a police officer. They're also going to get thousand dollar training bonuses. They get um, additional if, if they're they have a really good family empowerment scholarship program in um, uh, Florida. And, uh, you know, if you happen to make too much money to qualify it, well, if you for it, well, if you're police, you definitely you get one of those scholarships anyway. So he's got a lot of incentives because it's it's just a, very much a sign of of respect towards the police and the job that they have to do.
2: So this was the third city in his pro police tour. Um, I was hearing rumblings that he might announce his uh, candidacy for president, which obviously didn't happen and would not happen on such a small stage. But when do you think that is going to happen, Jeannie?
17: Well, I'm hopeful that it's, you know, sometime this summer. I mean, I think a lot of us are hopeful that he he definitely, you know, steps forward and goes to the national stage. We certainly could use everything from his fiscal management to his just common sense Uh, Thoughts about respecting individuals instead of respecting government, and and that's really the tenor of his entire uh, um, time as as governor. He he said, "No, I trust the people to know what's best for them," and um and so he's he's kind of formed all of his policies around that. I mean,
3: optically, you you look at this guy, and 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 we all know that what you have to look like in 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 front of a a stage, in front of a camera, politically. you know the wife the kids she's battling cancer there doesn't seem to be a lot of dirt on this guy unless you just don't like what he stands for um
2: I don't think there's any dirt if yeah, there was there they'd have it, it. They'd have I mean it. I mean yeah
3: I mean the 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 uh, democrats have really painted themselves into a corner here with who they have available to run should joe decide he doesn't want to run and be 86 when he's done with the next term I, I mean I don't see any way that the democrats have a shot here to you
17: I, I don't see a way, and I mean, I, I hope Pritzker does run. I hope he runs because so we need that sort of attention nationally on what's happened in the state of Illinois, which they have destroyed a great state. Their policies are destructive, and uh, you know, you know, DeSantis too. He takes on his own party too. By the way, Governor Pritzker doesn't do that right at all. He, 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 the, he the Republicans were bemoaning the fact that. Ron DeSantis had cut, you know, billions of dollars from his last budget for projects that they wanted. Oh, well, I got to tell you, it was kind of fun because there were some rhinos in that room. I mean, I know a lot of these people. And uh, <laughs> when uh, DeSantis started to go off on uh, school choice and how important it is in school choice and school choice, I'm like, great. You people who have taken all that IEA money that are Republicans, uh-uh. pay attention. Pay attention. I, th- I thought it was, you know, instructive for them as well.
2: How many rhinos were in the room, Jeannie? Oh, there are plenty of them. <laughs> oh All right, so our, our uh, I think, common friend, because we've both talked to him, especially about this, Paul Vallis, uh, mayoral race, is one week from today. And uh, he denounced Desantis's visit, calling him a right-wing extremist, saying, I wholeheartedly agree with Governor Pritzker that there's simply no place in Chicago for a right-wing extremist like Ron DeSantis. And I'm disappointed in FOP leadership for inviting him Here to speak. His record of trying to erase LGBTQ community, banning books on black history and much more is not in line with my values. So the FOP leadership sponsored yesterday's event and the FOP leadership is still backing Paul Vallis. And here's what he said yesterday when confronted by reporters. Uh, Did you really mean what you said about DeSantis? I'm not paying any attention to DeSantis or any attention to, you know,
11: those, uh, the DeSantis supporters. Um, you know, this is the city's at the
5: crossroads. We have a leadership crisis.
2: So why did he say anything at all? And what should he say to position himself to win?
17: Well, he made a colossal mistake and I, I called him about it. Um, and, you know, whatever. And I texted him. I said, I just don't think that that was productive. Uh, so, you know, he's going to no. run the race he's going to run. It, it is what it is. But it, 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 what's really shameful is like the name calling, because um, it, that's what how productive is that? It's not. But that's also what you heard out of Governor Pritzker, Sean Casten. His first tweets oh, are he's man. a racist and a coward. Really, really. Governor DeSantis, who served in uniform, is a racist and a coward. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, these people are terrible folks. And then the, the whole thing about them and their their um, you know. There's special interest groups going out there and saying, oh, well, here, here's the reservation link. Here's the reservation link and putting that public. Like how small minded do you have to do, be to step in on a private event? I mean, what you're that scared of somebody coming from Florida to talk to to uh, people in Illinois. It's just it's just remarkable. I, I don't know. I mean, you can't. The, the records between Florida and Illinois are alarming. They spend – we spend 75 percent more than Florida does on education, K through 12. And uh, their scores are better than ours. Florida scores are better than ours. We spend a lot more money. I mean, just everything about Florida is so much better economically um, uh, from a freedom standpoint than Illinois. And all these guys can do is name call.
2: I know. Look at – I mean, $21.8 billion budget surplus – in Florida, no state income tax, open during COVID. We're $6.2 billion in debt and counting, and we have a 4.5% state income tax. So you can't even compare the two. And people, these politicians and these protesters, they don't even know, there is no don't say gay bill. It's a parental rights bill. But they're going with the don't say gay. And they they not, I mean, are they just, would, can we ever get through to these people or is it just a losing battle?
17: Well, you know the, the the really funny thing about it is is like how many teachers, uh, public sector union folks, do you know retire and go to Florida? Yeah, I think we all know them. Yeah, <laughs> there's plenty of them that that do that, and uh, and and then of course you know, it, spot on. I mean, Pritzker and his wife, you know, spent Florida uh, COVID time in Florida. Uh, it's just. They're just the biggest hypocrites out there, and they're inept and incapable. And imagine this. I mean, you know, things are heating up. I I really am concerned about national security issues right now. Um, I don't like what I see going on with the Russian-Ukraine war, with China and and their military buildup. And if you really read into any of this, which I don't think any of these politicos do in in this state, but if you really read into it, it, it's kind of a precarious situation here. And to have yet to elect yet another um, fumbling Democrat who can't exhibit leadership on the national and international level. is just uh, it's, it's 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 wrong. You bring it's up wrong you, and you bring uh, up a great you know, you know these Democrats are putting their kids in uniform.
3: Jeannie, you bring up a great True. point because, you know, we we have you know, we're not we're told not to worry about these surveillance balloons. They're OK. There's nothing to worry about. They, they know what we have here anyway. You guys are all on TikTok, so these surveillance balloons shouldn't be any big deal. Now you've got uh, uh, North Korea firing off more missiles. You've got Ukraine and, and Russia. That thing just keeps amping up. At what point do people not get together and just say, hey, man, this is a, this is a test of, of our resolve to see how long we're going to let this happen, and that we let it happen is not good for national security. National security shouldn't be a left or right issue. It's, it's absolutely disgusting right now. Wake
17: up. Well, I think I worry that we're not prepared for the response. I, I, I don't know if that we are technically. I don't know if we are in terms of military assets. And I don't know that we are in terms of, of training of, of, of people. But the other thing is we're, we, there's so many people with soft minds and soft bodies in this country that I don't think that we as a populace are ready for what may happen.
2: All right, we're going to have to leave it there this morning. Jeannie Ives, co-founder of Breakthrough Ideas and former member of the Illinois House of Representatives for the 42nd District, and should have been our governor. I remember that election day. And my kids were screaming out the winner, Jeannie Ives. Oh, wow. And it was so cute. I loved it. Follow Breakthrough
3: Ideas. They do some really good work right there.
2: Thank you. Thanks for having me on. Thanks. And she joined us on our Answer line. Listen to podcasts
1: of Dan and Amy from the AM560 mobile app. Download it today at 560theanswer.com slash mobile.
10: If that's moving up, then
2: I'm moving out. Mm-hmm. I'm moving out. I'm moving out if Brandon Johnson becomes mayor. because uh, I'm going to hold you-, you to that. No, no. I'm not one of these uh, Hollywood stars. Mm-hmm. Who says I'm moving to Canada Trump wins right. I seriously am going to move because he's going to put on an extra tax for people who make ninety thousand dollars or more
3: you make more than ninety you know, grand are you kidding I me
2: <laughs> I have three jobs Ray but here's the problem thirty four percent of CPS teachers make more than a hundred grand yeah that's a problem and they're supporting him
3: you know it's amazing because if you look at our our neighboring Uh, states everybody's reducing uh uh, property tax personal income tax except here
2: oh yeah if you live in northwest indiana yeah i I mean they're giving you checks back because they have this thing called a surplus this is crazy And, and it's not like they're
3: giving us money they're giving us our own money back so let's just be honest about that too
2: well yesterday mayor lightfoot and the first lady amy and their daughter went to vote cast their early vote and um she has decided, Mrs. Lightfoot has decided, Madam Mayor has decided that it's going to be a runoff between her and...
10: He's the same person. The Board of Elections simply has to do that. Boy,
2: you know, it would really help if I would get the right soundbite. She, this she is said, why you don't make
3: over 90 grand. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Justin, can you help me? Where's the soundbite with her <laughs> saying who her running mate is going to be? If Anybody? It... Bueller?
10: Bueller? It's Anyone? Me just say, I think a two-person race uh, between me uh, and Paul Vallis. And let me say a couple of things about that. Uh, one, we've got to keep moving our city forward. We have been through um, a once-in-a-lifetime set of challenges and headwinds over these last few, few years, obviously fueled by the global pandemic, uh, the economic.
3: Yeah, I like how everybody talks about, you know, fueled by the global pandemic. Like, like, like it, it just
10: happened. And like Please. it cost us
3: money. I mean, it helped this state. Tenfold, you know, Pritzker talks about, you know, the oh, what I'm doing for the and, and I've got this, this, you know, and I've built up the surp Bull, you've got COVID money. Let's call it what it is.
2: Well, she took a pop right away because, you know, now that she's formally announced and made this declarative statement that it's going to be her and Paul mm-hmm. Vallis, which I still think it might be her and Brandon Johnson. Or not her. I think she's knocked out. And I think that it's going to be Paul Vallis I and agree. Brandon Johnson. Yeah, I, don't, I
3: don't think, I she, don't think she, she makes it.
10: took a shot at Paul Vallis. Listen up. Um, our ballots and I think it will be one of the most consequential elections uh, in recent memory. And I'm glad that my wife lives in the city of Chicago with me and can actually vote for me. Unlike some.
2: Because Paul Vallis' wife lives in a different town. She doesn't live in Chicago. So any t- anytime she could get him, she could get him. And she linked Paul Vallis to DeSantis, calling them the same person yesterday.
3: I like how they're always the most important elections of our lifetime. Yes. Every, and, and you know what's at stake here? <laughs> democracy exactly it's democracy at stake and this is the most important election of our life and you know it's amazing though because when when Lori Lightfoot was elected you know you looked at her and you thought okay well this isn't some you know establishment politician maybe things will change and it was different and man how wrong was everybody
2: well she did say over the weekend she if you're not going no, if you're not gonna vote for me don't vote don't vote yeah. so I you know what that is yeah, a threat to our
10: democracy. This, why this why did threat. you do it, Mayor? If I said anything other than everybody, everywhere needs to vote, then I misspoke in the heat of a campaign uh-huh. rally. But I've been very consistent all along, saying everybody, everywhere needs to step up and they need uh-huh. to vote, just as I said today. Uh-huh. I, I like how I it's never up. want to hear the
2: word step up. I'm Always a
3: mis- you know, every, It's always a mistake. Conference. I misspoke. You know, it'd be so much more refreshing. And guys, this is a good thing for you too. if you get in trouble with the lady, it's just say you're sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry. I mean, it's a couple words that can really work to your benefit. At time, I'm sorry.
2: Just didn't have, you know. But she say, "Oh no, I mean, I didn't mean it because it was the heat of the moment." Yeah, you you meant it because when she said it, the audience yeah. went. Oh, there was an audible gasp. Like, she should just tell people not to vote. Yeah. That's a right to our democracy. Most With more on this ever. and the mayoral race and Governor DeSantis's that evil man's visit, let's welcome back to the program Ted Dabrowski, president of WirePoints, WirePoints.com. Good morning, Ted. How are you?
7: I'm great. Uh, good morning, Amy. Good morning, Ramblin' Ray. Hey, so bud. did uh, Ma- he-
2: Mayor Lightfoot, was that a, a, an acceptable uh, attempt at trying to apologize for telling people to stay home and not to vote if you're not going to vote for her?
7: No, it's just, you know, what can you say about it, Amy? It's, 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 she can't say that she can't apologize. She just, it's just all messed up. And I, I think, you know, I, I think, you know, what captures for me, and I was just looking at some stats uh, last night uh, about, you know, her management problem is it, you know, how much, how much crime is up this year. So if you take the first six weeks of this year, compare them to six weeks a year ago, uh, same time frame. what do we got? Crime is up 58%. Oh. You know, you know, she, yeah, so we were up 41% year-on-year year last year, right? So massive increase. And here we are, another 58% on top of that. And, you know, it just makes you wonder. Like, you, you would think that with her control of the police, you know, she's she's the mayor, she's got control of all that, she would try to figure out how to keep the numbers low while she's running for, for mayor. And, no, in, in, instead it's spiking even more. It's fascinating.
2: So from the polls that you're seeing, because there's different polls, and, you know, Mayor Lightfoot's camp will have one, and then Paul Vallis' camp will have another, who do you see – the final two being because we have nine you know, candidates. I, I, so who's gonna who we can we know who we can you know get off the list like Jamal Green, probably Sophia King, Roderick Sawyer. But who do you think is in the running?
7: Well, yeah, you want to think that Valus has been in the running all along. He seems to show up all the time in the, in the you know near the top or you know one of the tops. Uh, and then you got this battle going on between Lightfoot, which maybe you know she can surprise because you know who knows, right? And then you got Brandon Johnson, who's making his his big spend with all the CTU money. Uh, you've got Willie Wilson, who I think has been the most consistent messaging-wise. I think um, um, it's hard. It's hard for me to pin. I, I, I don't know. You know, I don't. I, it's hard to know which polls to trust. So I, I won't venture on that. But uh, I think it's uh, we're going to see what the, the Chicago voter us with. Well, yeah, speaking I'm,
2: of I'm not uh, trusting
3: polls since 2016. I gave oh, up really? on those. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. Well, speaking of Brandon Johnson, so the, he's backed by the CTU. He used to be on the CTU. Former teacher. Um, I don't know how does this work so he received a million dollars they borrowed a million dollars that they borrowed in dues money against future contributions how is that legal
7: yeah you know so yeah so they took they took a bunch of money which is operating money for the union so all these teachers are putting their money into the into the union fund and it's supposed to be there for you know helping negotiate uh, salaries and all that kind of stuff and suddenly and you know and again I, I don't know the legal side of this so I'm not going to pine on that but here they take a million dollars lend it to the PAC which then gives it to gives it to uh, Brandon Johnson. And and then in theory, they're going to pay it back with dues coming, uh, you know, in the future, uh, which uh, apparently tribune's reported that they did this once before a few years ago, and it still hasn't been paid back. So, yeah, if you're Mm -hmm. if you're a union, uh, if you're a teacher, you're like, wait a minute, that's my money and you're putting into politics. Maybe maybe like Brandon Johnson, maybe they don't. But uh, again, it just kind of shows you the uh, uh, well, just, you know, whatever you want to think of CTU. They're uh, they're not a they're not. A, a school movement. They are a political militant group uh, that's all about, you know, it's all about politics and their power.
2: And I wish people would never forget what the CTU did during COVID because they didn't want to go back to to school. They didn't want to teach from the grave. They told these two fifth grade girls that they brought COVID home to their mothers and killed their mothers. And they did not. Waited for toxicology report. The one mom never, ever even had COVID, died from uh, alcoholism, on a street, like 10 a.m. on a Tuesday, just passed out and died, uh, acute alcoholism. The other mom, it was, she didn't die from COVID. She died with COVID. She had severe comorbidities. She would not get vaccinated. She had hypertension, diabetes, um, a heart murmur. I mean, you name it, she had All it. the things but,
3: that went along but, with all the COVID diagnoses right, anyway. But, right. but
2: I'm just saying, they made these little girls, and they never apologized mm-hmm. to them. No one. And I don't know if anybody at this school ever took them aside and said, that guilt that you must feel and carry with you, please. It was a lie from the CTU. So I will never, ever in my life forgive them for that. Never forgive them for taking shots ahead of people in group homes. Because the first thing Jesse Sharkey said, I will go back. We'll go back to school, but we just want one shot. Well, at least one shot. And he was well, just, like, just one shot, please. And they said to pee hat wearer. And then after that, what did they come back with? Well, now we need two shots in order for us to go back to school. And when it came, the bottom line, high schoolers had eight days of in-person learning from 2020 to 2021 and that is just you know, the, disgusting what we did to our children
7: yeah the, the sad thing is most people have forgotten all that you know this that's the hard part of all this is that people move on and uh, they, they forget the power the ctu has and you know for me I, I don't care what side of the aisle you're on you know republican democrat or you know liberal conservative whatever you know you have to look at the ctu it's probably the most you know most powerful militant teachers mm-hmm. union in the country they're extortionists and, and no union should have that much power you know we've, we've shown how many times they've struck over the last 25 30 years and over the last four years right or the last decade four times um, they have way too much power and, and they use it not just to negotiate big salaries and all that but they use it like you said to close down schools to force vaccinations to force masks uh keep kids keep keep kids at home and you're talking about minority kids who suffered and you know if you look at the educational results They've been dismal. They were dismal before COVID. Now they're even worse. And, and you know, and they own a lot of
3: that. You know, and, and that's the thing I can't reconcile with with, you know, we, we could talk all day long about the the uh, propensity for for no for for for, for Democrats to vote and how we vote in this city. Um, but you look at the results of what the school puts out, and I just don't understand how we still put the same people in charge over and over and over again because i mean all this is is quid pro quo right i mean here we're going to give you the money you're going to get elected we've got a contract coming up it's time to pay back baby right
7: yeah you know it's fascinating so we we, we've written a lot about education in the last you know last few months uh and and the dismal results and and we put out a piece uh, a few days ago right that showed there were 53 schools in illinois the majority of them in chicago where zero kids, not a single kid could read a grade level in those schools. Oh. And math was, you know, math is similar. And um, and if, you know, the guy, the people in Illinois will not cover that, with exception of, you know, with you guys, Amy. Um, the, the mainstream media will not cover it. But what's been fascinating is the national coverage we got on that this past week. It has mm-hmm. gone everywhere. And, Good. you know, if, if the guys like Pritzker and others don't want to acknowledge the failure here, the rest of the country seeing it. And, you know, and that's sad. It shouldn't be that way. But they're seeing it just like they're seeing the crime. Now they're seeing these horrendous results of what they're doing to our kids in Illinois.
2: And I want, I think we need an apology, something, or just to recognize, you know what, what we did was wrong, but I don't think we're ever going to get that. Uh, Let's move on to Paul Vallis. What should he do to uh, position himself to get back some voters that he PO'd with his DeSantis comment?
7: Yeah, you know, uh, Paul, Paul has got a lot of solutions. We've heard them all. Um, There's so much problems in crime. And I think he should have just stuck with that and, you know, I think first, number one, I, I don't care who we have for mayor and I don't care what side they're on. They can't be for canceling people and, and, and doing that stuff that just happened to DeSantis. Whether you like him or not, DeSantis, we have to stop canceling people. So this equity agenda that we have just become obsessive in Chicago has to end because we'll never, ever be a great city. We'll never take care of, of poor people. We'll never fix our problems if we keep focusing on equity. So Paul should have dumped that and not, not gone that route. Well, you know, who
2: talked him stuff, into that? I mean, was that his campaign manager? Because that was not Paul. Even reading that statement, I'm like, who is this? Who is writing this? This is not Ballas.
7: Yeah, you know, they, but they all did it. Sadly, you know, Wilson came in. They all, they all did the same thing. They're all, they're all right. They all feed into that stuff. But you know, it's easy for, for not just Ballas, but any others. Look, I mentioned the 58 crime uh, spike crime that we've had this year. Um, we had 400,000 high priority 911 calls. That were never answered, or they're eventually answered like an hour or two later. Um, we had fifteen thousand alleged crimes done by people who were released, you know, on no bail or you know, in Cook County. This stuff goes on and on. An arrest rate of five percent in Chicago—that's um, where the focus should be for all these candidates. You know, let, let's get this crime fixed because if you don't fix crime, forget everything else, right? And that's that's the number one priority.
3: It's amazing that that we cry that it's the guns' fault. Yet this is what we do: we take the people that commit the crimes and we let them out five minutes later. I don't, again, understand how we have warped people's minds and brains to work this way in this city. It's not this state per se; it's this area up here we live in. You get down there, down there, a little south, a little west, it's yeah. okay, it's all right. But it's this is not.
7: All right. Yeah, you know, and Ray, just last thing: it's it's, it's the media it's the media that perpetuates the the stories that these politicians tell, right? That the the criminals are the victims and they forget the real victims. So those real victims are typically blacks or Latinos, right? They are, they are the people that get killed or, or, you know, uh, attacked. It's blacks and Latinos. So this whole equity thing is just all upside down. Like you say, we got to get back to focusing on, on arresting, on, on prosecuting and sentencing. And until we get back to that, it's just going to keep spiraling out of control.
2: All right, Ted Dabrowski, we're going to have to leave it there, but we will talk to you next Tuesday, Election Day. Thank you, guys. Ted Dabrowski, president at WirePoints, Inc., and he joined us on our Pro answer line.
1: The more you listen, the more you listen, the more you'll know. This is Chicago's Morning Answer. Morning Answer. On AM560, The Answer. This is Chicago's Morning Answer with Dan Proft and Amy Jacobson on AM560, The Answer.
2: You're not going to want to miss the dramatic reading by Amy and Ray. I hope it's coming up later.
3: I hope I can live up to the billing.
2: I don't don't know if we should practice again. We might have to. Yeah, because
3: you you gave me a piece of paper with a lot of scribbling on it, so I'll just make (laughs) crap up.
2: Well, that, Ray Stevens, here for Dan Prof today. Thanks for coming in. You're very welcome. On the, you know, one-week countdown to the mayoral election. So excited. I know. Oh, that's right, but you can't vote. See, all these, and it's so weird, too, because all these reporters that are asking questions, only a fourth of them actually live in the city.
3: Yeah, I, everybody I
2: else, when they're done with their jobs and they're covering the crime, they go back to the suburbs. Not saying that crime has not hit the suburbs, but right. it's different when you're embedded.
3: Yeah, I was. I was only a, a resident of Chicago for two years, and uh, man, if I could pull off one of these work from home deals, I would be so out of here. I, I'd be up and either up in my place in Wisconsin, uh, where the men are men and the deer are scared. Or okay. I'd be out in Colorado or Arizona, somewhere in the mountains, because you can't find me. Broadcasting from a bunker.
2: Oh, well, some people do do that. Yeah,
3: I know. Some of them that <laughs> work here. free air. states, yeah. exactly.
2: <laughs> um, but we're going to get to Willie Wilson in one second. But we have some news about Don Lemon, because he's not on the air again today.
3: Yes. Uh, so what
2: inquiring minds want to know?
3: The CNN CEO, I guess his name is Chris Lick, said that uh, he sat down with uh-huh. Don. And they had a frank and a very meaningful conversation which is good cuz they're, you know, executives in a big broadcasting world. Any
2: more information than that?
3: It's important to <laughs> CNN that they balance accountability with fostering a culture in which people can own, learn and grow from their mistakes. And with that said, uh, he said that tomorrow joining Don Lemon on the air will be Chris Cuomo.
2: Hey, oh, I oh, didn't say that.
3: Hey, look so, at me in the gym. So, hey. <laughs>
2: He's taking time off for training, right? Yeah. Sensitivity training. You know what it is? It's, time it's to sensitivity t- training. It's
3: personal time to reflect. And, and you know, it's what you, when we get in trouble, what do we do? We person, we we stop, we reflect, and we talk to the Jesus. <laughs> Dear, help me, Jesus. I made a mistake. I want to keep my warm, swanky gig and my million dollars a year. Thank you. Uh, okay. All right,
2: let's go back to our guest now. All right. Uh, Dr. Willie Wilson, he wants to be your next mayor of the city of Chicago. And the first step in that is to win the runoff, the top two spots, the top two people. Then we'll have a runoff election on April 4th. But Election Day, one week from today. Good morning, Dr. Wilson. How are you?
11: Uh, Good morning. Amy. How are you doing? And also, uh, Ray, how are both of you guys doing?
3: I'm doing well, doctor. Good to talk to you again. I'm a a huge fan of you. You're a good man. You do so many good things for the city. God bless you.
11: Well, thank you.
2: So, what was you? You've uh, are urging Paul Vallis uh, to reject the endorsement from the FOP. Just tell us why. Start there.
11: Well, I, I think it's the wrong thing to do in terms of uh, you know the, the understanding uh, to coming into town the governor from a, from a Florida. uh Florida. I work hard all my life in trying to make sure we bring us to together. You know the problem today exists between the. Police officers and the community is not at its best, and and look, we just don't don't need that. I'm from from the uh, South Jim Crow area, and I was able to put everything behind me, and, and let's try to straighten this out together. I um I, I support um our police officers uh what are you uh African American, Latina, White, Asian, other American and I will always support them one hundred percent. but when it comes down to the situation of a of a of maybe a tone uh for example like in down in Florida they had a situation where it's that uh African American history I think is out of schools and things of that nature. Uh we should be trying to bring people together and uh not divide us. And that's kinda of way I I felt it, and I supported white police officer.
2: Right, but if uh, you got the FOP I, endorsement, would you have rejected it because DeSantis spoke at a rally? I mean, he has a right. There's freedom I would, of would, travel, freedom of speech we have here in this country. No, I, I agree with that. If anybody I
11: know about that? It would be me. Uh, I, I, I reject anything that I feel that is wrong. You know? So you would reject their uh,
2: FO, the FOP's endorsement. If you had, it.
11: If, if, they, if they had endorsed me,
2: mm-hmm.
8: and
11: then this would have came out, I'd, I'd have been the same way I am right now.
8: Okay.
11: You know, I'm not, I'm not even running for the mayor for a paycheck or nothing. You well, know, I'm yeah, not running to help people.
3: Your success stands on its own, Willie. I, I want to ask you this, and I hope, I hope I'm okay in doing so, um, Go ahead. Because, because you and I, we, we've talked before, we've known each other, but I've never had <laughs> a chance to ask you. In a city riddled with crime, crime that we need to fix and clean up, what happened to your son?
11: Well, he was murdered. They came into the house and uh, and with my other uh, three kids, and it was a drug kind of a thing, and they shot him right behind the ear and killed him and ran upstairs to try to kill my other three uh, kids as well. Oh. And one of them thought that they her son had a gun and did not have it, and they came out until he ran and uh That's the way they t- it happened that way And um nobody should uh have to even live and go through such things as um crime, especially losing a like a, a, a mm. daughter or a son and so all four of my kids almost got killed.
2: Oh my God, were you home at the time?
11: No, no, no! I was not home. Um, uh, I acted. Um, I, I got a call because uh, you know we we had a call, and I knew the phone was ringing. a different than everything else, so we was able to get over there, and uh, you know, um, police was there, and uh, they, you know they couldn't move the body, and it was on the floor. It must stayed there for about five or six hours, and and so it was. It is. It, it, it's, it's something that nobody ever want to go through. Mm-mm. How do you? Know, you
3: so uh, how do you turn? And and by the way, I mean, I'm sure you've heard it a million times, and I know it doesn't help and it's shallow. But condolences, my goodness, nobody should have to go through that. Yet people go through it every single day. Today, no, every go second of and, every day, we We've and,
2: had. I'm sorry, like forty two yeah, homicides so far this year. How
3: how. how how do we keep doing the same thing, electing the same people, getting the same results? And here you are, you're a businessman, you give back to the community, you're a role model for success in the African-American community. How do we change the culture outside of an election? How do we change the culture of Chicago just just. The way it's gotten the last four years. I mean, I work with a pastor named Pastor Donovan Price. This guy goes from mm-hmm. from shootings to grave sites to funerals. It's a, it's it's a never ending battle. How do we change it?
11: Well, you have to you have to start changing one by one. First you have to start with yourself, which was what I did. I started with myself. I I reached out and came to all different parts of the seven seven communities in Chicago three or four times uh what are you a white black latina or rich or poor i supported uh the food the gasoline the i also supported the uh uh different things around uh the homeless and things of that nature as well and then show myself c- kindness and and look we all together i you know, i start with myself and i think everybody has to start with themselves and you got to talk out against racism and things of that nature as well um, and then you have to embrace the thing that is right and, and, and then not embrace the, the thing that is wrong. And we have to get and sit down and talk to one another regardless of what our feeling may be. We must still talk and whether one is right is one is wrong, but we gotta sit and talk and work those things out together. And so I I I took a lot of lot of uh a lot of comments, a lot of heat you may say, from, from being with uh talking to the F O P but look, you you got guys and ladies in FOP just like in the black community. You got white and black and Latina. I mean, I I don't care. Uh, they, I've been labeled as a Republican, Democratic. I'm for the people. But one thing you never will get me get me to say and that is this here. Uh, you'll never get me to talk against a police officer. You'll never yep. ever do that.
2: Well, Mayor uh, Lightfoot took issue with you saying you're going to hunt them down like rabbits, or you're going to hope the police hunt down the bad guys like rabbits and. She was asked that at this press conference.
10: Well, I am the only candidate that can can win. That's a fact. So the the fact that a a media outlet has recognized that um, and put it in writing um, is something, frankly, that people are saying all over the city, not surprisingly, um, in uh, majority black uh, neighborhoods across the city. It happens to be a fact. And look, here's the thing. Willie Wilson is all excited about this, and he's calling upon all of us to to condemn um, someone who's exercised their First Amendment rights. What all of us should be doing is condemning Willie Wilson, who has doubled, tripled, quadrupled down on this notion that what we need to be doing in the city is taking the handcuffs off of our police and urging them to act like vigilantes, a mob, and go hunt down um, what will always be black and brown boys and hunt them down like rabbits. As far as I'm aware, I'm the only uh, candidate, aside from J. Maul Green, that has condemned that horrific language.
2: What is your response to that?
11: Well, here's my response to that. <clears throat> First of all, she uh, didn't didn't put the whole thing in I said as well. So here's what I said. Is there anybody who, first of all, I said I've lost a 20-year-old son as well, killed to come down. And that is that anybody who kills a person who's going to not get caught, go down the street and kill someone else the next month to six months or a year later, all right, and, and never, ever get caught, should be hunted down like a rabbit. I said that and I meant that. They should be hunted down like a rabbit and caught and prosecuted, you know, because the fact of it is that dude, nobody catching This All this mayor is doing is complaining about – uh looks like she's she trying to protect the people who act taking these crimes and killing people versus the innocent people out here. This mayor is, is in a – I used to watch a movie called A Twilight Zone, you know. I, I don't know if she passed Twilight Zone or something, you know, delusion, you know. So, so so anybody who all these young men and young ladies and loved ones who get killed and have to put their kid down into a grave, mm. well, what about those people there? You know, so that that that's what I said. I, I think this, this mayor is pulling her last straws, and I think, be honest with you, and I always have spoken frankly to you guys and always will, uh, uh, she's not Chicago. We need to take her back and let her go back to Ohio, cross hey, that did Ohio they, line.
2: Yeah, did they ever find the person who killed your son?
11: uh they did sign him and uh caught him um they they caught him my daughter identified him and they they uh, lock him up they asked me did i want to come to the you know you know the court they're and everything i said no i don't want to i couldn't bring my son back mm-hmm. you know so what? wasn't no use doing that and so i i let alone i don't even try to think about it no more what so, year did that
2: happen
3: uh, you know what? I don't. Even, I I try to take it out of my mind. I don't even want to remember. It. You bring up a good you know, point, though. You bring up a good point, and you're talking this from the viewpoint of somebody that's lived a, a, this this tragic. horrific tragedy. Is that you know we we spend more time worrying about how we need to be woke and and redo our justice system and how we need accountability for these poor criminals. Yet nobody ever thinks about the victims of crime. It, and their we family members and, and and all the people that it devastates not only to the people that it affects but to the first responders that have to go to this over and over and over again yet that's not what we focus on we focus on what we can do to make it better for these poor kids that have been disadvantaged
11: well you know you're you're, you're like this here is that people talk about hey look uh uh the police do this, the police do that. Look, everybody must be held accountable whether you're a police officer or non police officer. Everybody. All right. But the same token is that those those police officers are people from our community. They are our spouses and they're our, our kids and things like that. Uh and, and, and to uh, down the police officer, uh, is it plain no wrong. They're the first respondent there. If somebody right now today takes and shoots somebody or hurts somebody the first thing you're gonna call is nine one one right and, and 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 that's what you're gonna be calling and 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 so, but this particular mayor here have drove crime so high. reason I say she delusion is that she don't even know she got a problem. Yeah. How can you fix a problem and don't know you've got a problem exactly. you know mm-hmm. and well, how can you? Run a city of Chicago when the police officer got all these strict rules and regulation on them, can't chase a person, you know, how, you know by foot or car. I said chase them down and get them and, and track them down, like I said before, act like a rabbit. If they kill somebody or hurt somebody, uh, it, it's plain no wrong. And I, I look, I'm not coming off that. I made my comment. I made my stand on that because you don't know how it feels to lose a loved one.
2: Yep, um, Willie Wilson. Where can people get more information about your campaign?
11: Well, Wilson dot com. Few more Do that and tell your friends to vote for us. And tell your friends that uh, I'm not looking to get a paycheck. I'm not looking to show favoritism to anybody. I want to run this city. I want to bring the city together with everybody. Doesn't matter what color you are. Keep racist remark out of this race. It's already tough enough. Let's all bring people together and work together and fix this thing
8: together.
2: All right. Thank you so much, Doctor, and thank you for sharing your story with us. Um, we appreciate your time, and you can also follow him on Twitter at, at Dr. Willie Wilson, and electwillywilson.com is the website, and he joined us on our Answer line.
1: There's only one radio show in Chicago talking about today's biggest stories and telling you what they really mean. That show is this one, Chicago's Morning Answer on AM560, The Answer. If you're looking for the latest news, insight into what it means, and the sharpest opinion, there's only one station in Chicago where you can turn, and it's this one. We're AM560, the
2: answer. All right, we have some text messages pouring in on our Pro text line 64636, type in DA, then a quick comment.
3: Uh, my favorite uh, text of the morning, that jerk with Amy is too annoying. <laughs> now, I don't know who sent that in, but... But I like the way you're delivering the text message. Do we... Is it Jeroz Bakery? Is that how you say it?
2: Um, Yeah, I, I'm the name assassinator. And, and Justin, that's... how do you pronounce it? Justin might not... Oh, see, now he's looking to Quinn, who's then going to look to Mike but Scott, either we're way, We're going to go in this circle. Either
3: way, it's a bakery in Elk Grove Village. I'm going to be there getting some punchies in about... 25 minutes, 30 minutes. If you don't like me, show up. We'll,
2: we'll figure it out. It's Hirosh. Okay. We think it's Jarosz. And yeah. that is at the corner of Arlington Heights and Beasterfield? No, Higgins. Here
3: is another one I like. Yes. Um, yes, please. You guys are nuts. If DeSantis runs against Trump, we will lose. The vote will split and the Dems will win. All right, now here's the thing. If both of these guys run as Republicans, the primary will weed the other guy out. But here's what's going to happen, I know. right? Somebody with a somebody's going to say, "Oh, wait, no, I'm going to run as an independent, and that's going to
2: be President yeah. Trump." Yeah.
3: Well, well, then that's a problem. That's a problem. So, um, but I, I, well, that's I think a,
2: it's a guaranteed Democratic win. Yeah, absolutely. You want four more years of Biden? Yeah. You want four more years of Kamala Harris? I like,
3: I like President Trump doing what he's doing. I mean, this guy can affect change being a you know former president. Look what he did for uh for the, the, that that uh, town in uh, in Ohio. He, he opened his mouth, boom. Uh, federal assistance is there.
2: Boom. healthcare care yeah. clinic yeah. leveled up. And but, uh, uh, Trump acknowledged that yesterday.
14: Two years, the destruction that they've done over the last two years, the destruction that they've done in two years, nobody's ever seen anything like it. And even now you have a president going to Ukraine and you have people in Ohio that yep. are in desperate need of help. And I was very proud to say that I announced I was going to Ohio. You know, FEMA said we're not going to give them anything. The Biden administration said we're not going to give him anything. And then I announced I'm going. Please sit down.
2: <laughs> and he announced that he's going. And then, boom, all, these, all this federal funding starts coming in. But still, the mayor of that town, who is still dealing with toxic fumes that are spewing, um, was upset and took Biden to task for going to Ukraine yesterday with a $500 million check to help pay citizens pensions. So we've given them a hundred billion, not million, a hundred billion dollars. And then yesterday on President's Day, he Mm -hmm. goes and helps foreigners instead of being on the homeland and helping us. And here's the mayor of East Palestine.
11: He was in the Ukraine giving millions of dollars away to people over there, not to us. And I'm furious.
2: All right. Well, shifting gears, though.
3: (laughs) Now we go to the happy talk.
2: Now we go to happy yeah. talk. Well, welcome back, and yo, we'll get a reaction from David yeah. Hochberg. He's vice president of lending of Team Hochberg at Homeside Financial. Wanted to check in with him. How is how is if he's bored at work with <laughs> his high interest rate. But Mr. Hochberg, would you like to comment on uh, Biden's trip to Ukraine?
13: Not really. I'd rather talk about mortgages and stay in my lane because. I like comment on one thing, I'm going to piss fifty percent of the people off. So, hey, it's not uh, good
3: for my business. I just realized that that text that I read earlier wasn't from me. The one that it's said from that, me. That jerk with Amy is annoying. They were getting ready for Hockburn. Oh, yeah. yeah. Exactly. Hey, David, how did your uh, how did your breakfast go this weekend? I know it was one of your uh, your big fundraisers. You're always doing good in the hood, as I like to say. Did you uh, Did you uh, raise money? I know last year it was huge.
13: Yeah, last year we had uh, two huge corporate sponsors that we didn't have, unfortunately, this year. But uh, we raised over a hundred thousand dollars for um, the Vestathon that I run. We had a pancake breakfast. Well, Matt, Shea, you know Matt O'Shea runs a pancake breakfast right. down the 19th ward. I went down there and uh, poured some syrup. I was a syrup official, syrup uh, filler and, and pour uh, for a couple hours on on Sunday, and I know they raised a couple of grand there. So, waiting for a final total. Also, the Barstool Sports guys uh, volunteered offered their services of their restaurant they donated 50 percent of the take on um on saturday um so i'm still waiting for the uh final total of that so, so that's huge as well and so, the money goes yeah, to
2: raise uh, I, people didn't understand what, what does it uh, money go to raise oh, money for sorry, bulletproof vests
13: yeah it goes to the chicago police memorial foundation to purchase replacement bulletproof vests so the men and women of the chicago police department who can't afford Bulletproof vest could get a bulletproof vest. and needs to be replaced every five years because, for some reason, the twelve thousand members of the Chicago Police Department have to pay for their replacement vest, and and uh, all the surrounding suburban police forces do the right thing and pay for the replacement vests for their police officers.
8: It's oh, been a,
2: joke. How so, much is it? This has uh, been a big thing for a
3: long time, man. And, and um, how
2: um, much does a vest cost?
13: Five hundred bucks. Five hundred. Five hundred fifty bucks. The tactical unit can uh, go up to over 2000 if you're on the SWAT force for the high ballistic bullets so i mean it's expensive and there's no reason why we shouldn't do it and paul Vallis actually called in the show that um, i was doing and donated a thousand bucks he was the only mayoral candidate to do that and he mentioned on air during the show i, I pressed him he's like if i'm mayor i'm going to change that i'm going to get these men and women replacement vests so if you're if you haven't voted for mayor you know mayor uh, candidate valis is the only Mayoral candidate that stepped up to support the men and women of the Chicago Police Department.
3: Well, you do good, buddy. I appreciate it.
13: Well, thanks. It's, it's, it just, it frosts me. I don't understand it. You, when know, you where can
2: when, people When you, when you, yeah.
3: when you uh, go to a pancake breakfast, do you drink the syrup right from the thing? Right from the container? Well, I,
13: Actually, I, I do it from the um, gigantic coffee maker that's plugged in to keep the syrup <laughs> hot.
2: And he gargles with it. What kind of question is that? Yeah, me, me and this, yeah. me, okay, so, me and this, me and
3: this knucklehead have a great relationship. I, I love you, more discreet You,
2: you ladies kitchen. go out to lunch later. All right. So, where can people donate to this uh, to this fund? And people missed it. How can we? Help? Sure,
13: sure. It's uh, it's real simple. CPDvest, you know, Chicago Police Department. cpdvest.com, com. If our listeners want to continue. Listen, you want to donate $5. Great. We get a hundred people donating five bucks. We get a bat. It, it doesn't matter how much you can afford. It's, it, you know, we had a bunch of people, you know, ironically from the suburbs donating $500, a couple of donated a thousand, but it's not like, I know I'm not that naive to realize that everybody's got 500 bucks laying around. You got five, 10, 15 bucks, whatever, a couple of bucks, whatever you can afford, go to cpdvest.com, cpdvest.com. That website will stay open and hopefully Vallis gets in and, uh, and get funding for the replacement vest so then we could have these uh fundraisers to help fund uh, programs to help families of the fallen chicago police officers get killed and injured on on the job that's what the chicago police memorial foundation is set up for so, so that's what we're going to do
2: yep besides your philanthropic work uh you are the vice president of lending of team Hopper homicide financial mortgage rates are i mean the highest i've seen in in my lifetime uh how's the yeah. business going are you Twiddling your thumbs, or what's happening? Well, we've got a lot of time on our hands, so we're doing, um
13: you know, we're not at, at breakneck uh, volume like we were in 2020 and 21 during the pandemic when rates were at record lows in the threes. So, you know, the rates are solidly in the sixes and the sevens right now. Uh, the fannie mae freddie mac the first-time home buyers percentage of first-time home buyers according to the national association of realtors last year they've been keeping track of this stuff guys for 41 years dropped to its lowest level in 41 years so fhfa federal housing finance authority and fannie freddie the alphabet soup of uh government financing decided to do something about it and they said at the end of last year and we don't know how long it's going to continue so get into it, if you're a first-time home buyer, which is the government classifies somebody who has not owned a home in the past three years, you could buy a home without any loan level price adjusters, which are loan level uh, rate adjusters based upon how much money you put down, uh, the type of property, and the credit score. All that's been waived up to 100% of the average median income of the area, which in Cook County and the surrounding Collar County is $105,700. So those individuals are getting into homes in the sixes. Others are getting into high sixes, um, you know, low sevens. If you're buying an investment property or a second home, you're going to start with a seven if you want a 30-year fixed loan. It's just, uh, yeah. So what we're concentrating on is financial literacy. I just want to get this out real quick because I know we're up against time. Um, We're doing a a lot of financial literacy. We're turning our, our spare time into valuable time. We're giving back. Um, we'd like to come into your organization, church, religious organization, philanthropic organization, uh, college, high school, and do financial literacy training. Tell everybody what credit's all about. If your yep. if your your group wants to get into a home, and and goes through our training, we'll give them a $500 closing cost credit for quote unquote graduating. So we're we're not just sitting around playing pong, right? You know, because I bought one of those because I thought it was cool. I found one online and put in the office. But uh, <laughs> I uh, love that game. That you know, was right, my
2: first video game, Pong. Right, right. It
13: had, it had black Eat. and white. It Eat. was, it was yeah. such Eat. a simpler time oh. right, back in the day. And you got so excited when you beat somebody. So here, um, you know, the bottom line is we've got a lot of time on our hands because rates are high. And we're using that energy and that time to invest it back into our listeners' well financial well-being there's a lot of areas out there that have got zero financial literacy and i was just at the king county chiefs of of police luncheon last wednesday and i threw that out there to the chiefs and i sat with the uh, guys from carpentersville they're like we're going to call you because we want to bring you into our community and do um literacy education financial literacy so if you've got a need out there uh, any type of group any type of religious organization any type of uh I've reached out to a bunch of black pastors on the south side. Uh, Love to break into the Latino community as well. I have a couple of Spanish-speaking loan officers. Um, Love to offer that to your listening audience as a give back to while rates are high, get everybody in the best possible position to succeed when they buy a home. And I I
3: just want to say I do appreciate you uh, coming out to the uh, uh, ward cleanup we're doing in the 15th ward with Alderman Ray Lopez again this year. Um, oh, you guys are going to invite that? me. Amy's going to be there. It's coming up in uh, in late March, and uh, this is the year I get you down there, brother.
13: Yeah. Well, I mean, if you give me more than two days' notice, yeah. Um, <laughs> I just gave I'll, you. I'll I'll I just gave you a month's
3: well, notice. Just I'll give you the
2: random some random day in the. Yeah. Well, it's
3: okay. I don't run the
7: fifteenth March twentieth through the end of the month. is like a lot of March.
2: Right. It's like, give me a lot day. of March. Left, I don't
3: run. I don't run the ward. So I will talk to Ray Lopez, and I'll have you both a date in the next five minutes. Okay. Does that yeah, work?
13: Buddy. Well, yeah. If I'm do. in town, if I'm in town, <laughs> i are you going to be? With my daughter. He might be. I, I'm planning a daddy-daughter trip. My daughter wants to go on a trip with me with because, well, I'm taking advantage of it. God yeah, knows how long that's going to last. You exi- that's you so, go, amen,
2: brother. Um, real quick, yeah. one one last question for you: Are home values increasing, decreasing, or staying level?
13: Well, well, right now, due to the lack of inventory, um, if you put your house on the market. And, it, again, location, location, location. I know a buddy of mine put his house on the market in Glenview for 940 He got 980 Wow. <laughs> because the people that bought his home uh, lost seven, eight other homes. He lives close to Glenbrook South High School. Needs updating the house down the street. The guy's been trying to sell it for the past four years. just went for $1.4. So um, in good areas, like anything else, location, 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 uh, values are still there. We still have an inventory shortage. So if you're thinking about it, you're going to wait till the spring, get off your rear end. Now's a great time to call a realtor to get out there and list that house. If you need help with the realtor. I've got connections with a bunch of realtors who are great, who, who will help you sell your home. And, um, you know, I'd love to help everybody out there. Uh, if you need to sell a home, I'd love to connect you with the realtor to do that to max out your value.
2: And how can people get a hold of you?
13: Uh, david is our, um, is our, is our 800 number. Uh, you go to 56david.com or you can call Ray. He's got me at speed. I uh, know
3: I'll put your, I'm going to put your, uh, your, uh, cell number out on my social media. Oh today. yeah. Right.
2: <laughs> and if you want to help buy a Chicago police officer, a new bulletproof vest, go to cpdvest.com. David Hochberg, yeah, always a pleasure. You. Thank you so much.
13: Thank you. Appreciate okay. it guys. Bye. See you, bud.
2: And he joined us on our turnkey.pro Answer line.
13: Before you see it on TV,
1: share it on Facebook or read about it in the paper. Hear it here first. This is Chicago's Morning Answer on AM560.
8: The answer.
0: Thanks for listening to Chicago's Morning Answer podcast sponsored by Signature Bank.